that's what we should have did was had some fucking fire vocalist that should be shit come on and light it the fuck up like no, the I, national anthem i want you doing it yeah that was fucking fire did you get that oh were you, it was got were you rolling on that oh we were rolling oh baby. my dude that was fucking that like, was this is some rolling in the deep that adele was, shit oh, that's what that sounded God, like rolling oh in i got the that don't you worry shit. It's the twisted team, man. It brings it out of me. It gets me all fucking woo, woo. You know <laughs> what I'm saying? God. Well, I would like to welcome everyone back to a uh, glorious special episode here. Oh, yeah. In the Hell Week camp. Big, big landmark for the boys. Very, yeah. very, uh, lots of joy filled here. Never thought we'd get here, guys. Rochester's audio right now. We're vibing. Rochester's worst podcast. Made it to 50 fucking episodes. We made it to the big fives. Yeah, we're over the hill, dudes. Yeah, I know. I mean, I think we're official now. I think yeah. we're I think we're an official podcast. I think we I can think Colton said say, like sponsors. Fifty <laughs> <laughs> I think Colton said like mad episodes go, Yeah, on this one podcast they said if you make it to thirty five, that means like you got it. Yeah, we're doing all right, I guess. What well, podcast said that though? Yeah, and why thirty five? I don't I, I don't know. I think he gave us some statistic that was saying if you didn't if you got up to 35 or 45 and then stopped, then you wouldn't like it. It was probably podcast. some podcast with 36 episodes. Yeah. You seemed really, it seemed like it was like that was the Mecca. If I so hear, I, I, I went with it. If I hear something, I believe it. I'm pretty gullible. Hey, I'm right there with you. If my brother tells me anything, I believe it. I want to say thank you, HQ Audio, Jordan Foner. Because mm, um, without you, this wouldn't have been fucking Huge possible. shout out. Not that a lot of people give a shit, but thank you. No, that's okay. That's okay. And I, I appreciate that, guys. I love working well, on Well, everyone podcast. thinks that we sit in like a, a like a little a little baby room, and we used to, but we don't anymore. No, we, it's it's no, more, we, like, a, more we, like a hookah lounge. We've ascended. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, yeah, it's a hookah lounge of sorts. That's for sure. Yeah, we, we've moved up in, in the world to outside that little room. <laughs> to a couch. Yeah. Well, to a couch we started table. in, so, I mean, not too many people have, but some people have been to the studio here live. From HQ Audio. There it is. Uh, we're in the Park Avenue neighborhood of Rochester. Because we're hoity-toity rich fucks. Yes. Mm. Hidden away. Speak for yourself. In my little, uh, it's about a thousand square feet. Hey. Uh, hey, throwing numbers out there. Uh, I have a little mixing room uh, where I do a lot of my uh, mixing. mixing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, and that's where we started because it made more sense. Because uh, Thank you. Yeah, they're cheersing. Yeah. Uh, well played, boys. Hey, um, that's we don't where... usually sit next to each other. So no. this is, we, we can it. do this now. No. But uh, <laughs> uh, the the reason why we started in there is just because that's where everything is. My computer. Not is. to mention it was cold as f, and we had a little fucking heater in there. If, yeah. If I remember correctly, that's how it started. It, it, yeah. But uh, yeah, we've upgraded. We're in the live room now. Yeah, we are. Yeah, we're in the live and room. It's we got still a couch. fucking freezing in here. Yeah. Well. No, not know. anymore. It was that one time, but no, it's we're we're good in here now because um, it's they won't. I'm warm. Won't let me live that down. Spring has sprung its little nipples out just for all of us to get. I know a it's fucking beautiful. Little look. Yeah, it's yeah, nice. Man. I've been walking to work. That's on. Oh man, walking is fun. Yeah. 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 You guys just Uber everywhere, but I use my legs. No, I Dog, Uber... I haven't had a license for three years. What do you mean I don't walk everywhere? <laughs> yeah, this is a super... I finally got my license That's back. True. <laughs> That's true. Did we congratulate him that on that on live yet? Uh, yeah, I think we did. Okay. Uh, I don't think we need to acknowledge it again. Oh, well, oh wow. No, Thanks, kidding. guys. I'm kidding, bud. Dude, I, I'm happy hey, you can Colton, drive. I was right there with you. Woo. For people who don't know, <laughs> Colton's got a little Miata that he just can't wait to just oh, yeah. rip out. Top goes down, <laughs> and it goes all yep. the way down. It's like, yeah. Pringle, you pop that top, baby? Dude, it like maxes Woo. out at 90 miles an hour. Nah, it's like a Pringle. You pop the top, the fun don't stop. Is that Pringles? Yeah, that's Pringles. a Pringle. Oh, that's okay. a Pringle. I thought theirs was like stacking now. No. no that was no. a 90s Pringle commercial, I think. 
Uh, what they need to do is get a bigger fucking can because my stupid ape <laughs> can't hand. Hit your f- can't hit your f- hands in there. I can't. But turn it upside down. Anyways, yeah. So yeah. The, the, this right here, great example. The gist of our fifty long, beautiful episodes. I mean, each podcast is about hour, hour and a half. So that's potentially fifty to a hundred. Oh, and like hours. Oh, with you guys, with you guys, shit. That's more. That that that's like that's a lot. Guys, it's a lot of shit like, talking. Like we, all right, we've talked about music. Uh, I've talked about Louis C.K. a lot. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, I mean, cripples, racism, everything. We've yep. talked about everything, but mostly we try to centralize it around fucking like music and just like the local scene. But it always ends up going left or right. So thank you, everyone who has like continued to actually follow us because. I feel like we're very difficult we to follow. We can't yeah. follow us. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I mean, if I had a nickel for any time, Colleen was like, you guys, you don't focus on anything. And I'm like, <laughs> we can't fucking focus. We start off with That's like, why we have this podcast. Well, we, we, we used to, I remember like, there's probably a book in there where I'm like, we talk about this one show and then we, we segue into this. And then by the end of that show, I think we talked about things, but fuck if I remember any of it. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, Going off the cusp works. We've had some. It really. Uh, so we're doing tonight, man. I'm going off the cusp right now. As baby. always, there's no script. Like even when we have guests and stuff too, it's like we don't end up talking about a lot of the things that we plan on talking about. Yeah, especially with guests, I think, because we try to wrangle them into our bullshit. And you get a couple <laughs> fucking two tree deep and <laughs> whoops. Yeah. Guess you're just. Well, hanging. that's the best part. Hey, guess man. you're just hanging with the boys. Well, that's you know? the best part. Instead of being like, "Hey, tell us all about your life," it's like. Hey, I heard you had a good life. That's what's up. Now, who do you hate? (laughs) Let's talk about that. Uh, And that's what I like to talk about. And it's worked for 50 whole episodes. Yeah. 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 For as many, uh, you know, people as we had on. Well, cheers uh, to 50 plus more. Cheers, gentlemen. I I can say, uh, without saying too much, we do have some big things in store Mm -hmm. uh, coming up. I feel like we always say that and the majority of the time we don't have big things. But this time we actually do. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. I can't yeah. wait to kind of slowly. Well, at least you guys have it figured out because I wasn't invited to the bar the other night no. when you guys figured oh, this all out. I knew this was going to come. Oh, out. did you now? Yes. So yeah. I, I didn't like, answer back to your text. I was like, oh, no wonder Casey's been really short this week with me. because That's not why, but I didn't answer <laughs> to your text for a reason. I'm like, oh, oh, you did, did you? Yeah, we saw Jordan met up and had a whole okay. conversation with you. We went me. to the bar that is... Oh, you guys, you, okay, you guys quote-unquote ran into each other. Oh, from, okay. Uh, <laughs> the bar is down the street from my house. Yeah. Literally. It was good. Yeah. And Colton just happened to be there. And uh, we sat down, and I had some... This is on a Monday night? You're just, you're on just, a Monday night? Yeah, you, I'm you, just you, out. You ran I'm out. Oh, you go out on Monday nights now? Yeah, I go out on Monday nights, no, man. So man, that's out. crazy, Dude. man. What, are you sober on Monday nights? Dude. Hashtag, shout out. Whatever you want to call it, Jeremiah's Tavern. Jeremiah's Mon- Tavern, Monroe Avenue. So s- stay wonderful, tuned for that. We got some wonderful stuff in the watering works. hole with wonderful beer and wonderful food. So yeah, I happen to be out scavenging for some okay. beer and food, and I ran into Colt. And did we you find t- your beer and food? I did find my beer and, and food. me for that and, and only that. And you're mad that you hey, went there I never too. said I was sorry. mad. You little bitches. You want me mad? I ain't mad. I just, uh, <laughs> I, I just, uh, I, I, I know how to, I know how to hold the fucking grudge. Uh, whatever. It's one thing I can hold. Yes, you can. Yeah, baby. You're pretty good at it. Uh, whatever. I'm over. I'm not going to talk about this anymore. Fifty episodes, though, boys. Yeah, I can't 50. believe it. I can't believe. It. I don't think it's that big of a feat, but I'm going to keep it going because I'm, I'm twisted a, right now. It's a big feat for the three of us for the amount for holding of, it down for, for a holding bit. it down. Fifty episodes. Yeah, man. that's fair enough. I love you guys. 
Yeah. I love you too, man. What are our What are our listeners called? Hell Weaklings. Hellions. Oh, I don't. I, I don't know what I said. It was. I thought them. it was cool. I think it's. I think it's Australian. No, it was really funny. The one time you did say it, because you said it on Instagram, you're like. Stop aliens. Like, All right, aliens. And he's like smoking a cigarette, and I'm like, bro, <laughs> whatever. That dude. ain't it. Uh, <laughs> well, that's that? not it, dude. <laughs> no, actually, I think I think people liked it. I just, uh, I, I just, it made me feel uh, uh, douchey. Uh, yes. Yeah. Now okay. I do. It's okay, well, buddy. You can do whatever you want, man. Whatever. Before we borrow any more time. Oh, <laughs> big drop. That was yeah. funny, man. <laughs> We got ourselves a uh, we got ourselves a big uh, 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 guest tonight here, uh, a man of many talents and and a uh, few emotions from what I've ever seen. Many of him. flannels and mad flannels <laughs> and big jackets and, and and security everywhere in Rochester. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Brand- he has a great beard. A great beard. Yeah. Great beard. Uh, uh, what bands are you in? Fuck, you're in like a million bands, but mainly borrowed time. And uh, uh, Brendan Poor, everybody. Let's go. Hey, What's up? go. Let's go. Let's go. I'm Brendan surprised we weren't snapping. I'm surprised we weren't snapping, Colton. Okay. Hey, Brendan. What's hey. up, man? Hey, buddy. Thanks for sitting. What's going thanks for standing on? by while we get our little uh, banter there. I feel I feel privileged to be part of the 50th episode. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude. Well, Absolutely. we feel privileged having you here. So hell yeah, dude. Again, Brendan, not that big of a deal that we have 50 <laughs> episodes. Just want to lay it out there. But hey. Thanks for being here. I'm happy that after 49 <laughs> guests, you found time to have yeah, me on the show. Yeah, there you go. There you go. <laughs> there it is. Yo, I, I ran into I ran into him recently. I went out uh, to Marshall Street, and I don't think I've ever seen you work at Marshall Street. Oh, without us? Hadn't before. <laughs> yeah, actually, Colton, you were supposed to have met me there. Uh, Interestingly <laughs> enough, you were shit, supposed shit, to have met me shit. there, and you didn't do it, which is funny. But yeah, hey, besides the point, I ended up seeing him there, and, uh, and Oz was there, and I... Shot the shit with you guys for a while. That was cool. Shout out Oz. Um, oh, everyone knows Oz if you gone to shows. It was a rare double point. dose of Diaz. Yeah, bro. Hey. I hadn't seen in a while. Ooh, I was there that the night. double Diaz. No, dose. you weren't there that night. You were supposed to meet me and Corey there. Corey okay, Cole told me to come out to Marshall Street. He's like, I'm never out in the city. Come out. I come out the second I get there. He's like, I'm leaving. And I was like, All right, perfect. And I was like, Hey, go. You meet in the city? Yeah, I mean, I'll be there. It never came out. And then yeah, and then Corey laughed and he was like punching me on the way out the door. Do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> So Yo, was, it's not funny. Yeah, <laughs> no, I hate it, dude. I hate being punched. It's not how, fucking cool, man. <laughs> how was Marshall Street that that night? It was that, good. I think Brendan said that because I think it was the original supposed to be St. Patty's night, but there was like nobody there. It was dead, and uh, which is like main reason I was there. We went there, had a couple beers, but you said that you threw somebody out because they weren't wearing their mask. Oh yeah, yeah. I was, I was threw out a little kid's table, and then they started John back and forth or whatever. It was pretty. What, funny. what do you mean by a little kid's table? Oh. You know, little college, little college little kids college or whatever boys. that got all all upset that their one friend couldn't follow the rules. And, little huffing and puffing. Oh, it's funny. Sorry, guys. Yeah, just <laughs> give me another Irish card, my man. Is that how it went, bro? It's like, dude, you've been warned like fucking fifteen times yeah. to fucking follow the rules. You Time don't follow go. the rules. Simple. How long have you been doing the uh, security game? Uh, ten, been ten, a, years ten years. Probably yeah. that was the first time there. Probably one of the only times there. But I think that's how I met um, you was security at uh, Bug Jar. Yeah, yeah, that was well, uh, obviously probably through Paul and whoever else. Fucking, we know each other through. Started at the Crown and then uh, Bug Jar and Love Crown and seems like a, a rowdy place to do Crown's, security. Crown's, I live right it was, next like, to was, Crown. Yeah. Bonnie's Crown, not the Rosen Crown. Yeah. right. Yeah. I haven't I haven't set foot in the Rosen Crown since really? they reopened. I no. Not, no, no shit. I live no. right next to it. It's it's still weird. <laughs> I I imagine that. <laughs> yeah. I imagine that. Did you not step foot in it because it's Can't new owners? Confirm. Still uh, weird. I I didn't go back like. Uh, 
I worked with Kim Buckley most of the time, and and that was that was uh, my favorite bartender to work with. And mm-hmm. you know, we both talked, and you're like, "You going back? Nah. You going back? Nah." So we're like, "All right, well, yeah, yeah, true, fair enough." But I don't really go out all that much. I mean, I go out, you know, once in a, once in a while. But most of the time, you know, I get enough socialization from working at the bar that I, I don't like, want to be in true, the bar. I just yeah, feel like bouncing yeah. is kind of like one of those things. You're like, I've I get it. I yeah. know what I'm gonna do. I know how it's gonna go. You see the worst of everybody. You see yeah. everybody at their very worst. I was gonna say I, I bounced for point. maybe maybe six weeks, and I was where'd like, you bounce? How the fuck at fucking Charlie? I forgot about. That. And it was like six weeks of what? I forgot the fuck? about that. Yeah, Dude, it is wild. There's moments like that, yeah, for sure, for sure. And then there's all, like, I need to be bored of shit or I'm going, what, why do I have to deal with this person? Why is this a thing? If, so, I mean, hats off. Booze, to you, either baby. or, either or. Yeah. It could be like watching paint dry or it could be, you know, nonstop bullshit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I mean. The nonstop being, bullshit. You being the taller, kind of bigger guy, like you get a lot of guys that like try and. Step to you. Yeah, you know, like try and. Fortunately, try. no, but, yeah. you know, I don't, I also, you know, some, some people, you know, tend to look for that stuff i don't yeah. tend to look for that stuff sure you know True. you're yeah. not paying you're not paying me enough to you know yeah you're not punch some moron and yeah, break my hand ca- so you're yeah, not a cage yeah. fighter yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean other other people you know they've got their shirt off and they're like come on bro i'm like come at me bro security yeah, yeah. <laughs> love it well you can probably think of who i'm talking about but we well, always hear about those guys that like try and, you know like you know you know just you're talking about security guys that are like the security yeah, yeah, guards yeah, who are like this yeah, is big, training big for me. Guards, you know, like, bro, I'm gonna take the time to call this motherfucker right now while oh, I have it. Oh boy, I don't know his fucking. Jer- actually, you know what? Never mind. I think no. he, I think he passed away. <laughs> what? I'm, I'm pretty sure the guy passed away, and I think we played his benefit actually, if I, if I remember correctly. Dead call outs are all right. Yeah, you well, can still no, call him out. Anyway, I, I'm I'm not positive. I'm he pretty sure this is what happened. This, dude. I'm pretty sure this is what happened. <laughs> Long story short, we were at a bar in Canandaigua, that's where I grew up, and I was wearing a tank top, Hell on Earth tank top. <laughs> and I went into this bar, and the guy was like, yeah, man, I know you think you're all cool and shit wearing your tank top, but, like, sleeves are in this bar. And I was like, <laughs> like oh, what? Yeah, it's mad oh, funny. Dude. He's, like, he's like, nah, I'm serious. And it's, like, a shitty pub in Canandaigua, like. Not even like this. That made no sense. Like somebody without sleeves, the least yeah. of the worries. And I was like, that guy has no teeth. And not to mention, he said it like I was an <laughs> asshole for for wearing teeth a tank are not top. mandatory out there. <laughs> right. Otherwise, you'd have no customers. But that's teeth, what I'm saying. Fine. And no I sleeves. was like, I was like, okay, dude. Like I thought he was just joking. And he was like, listen, turns around, points his back, security. And he's like, awesome. You either put on a shirt, you get the fuck out. And I was like, oh my god, you're fucking serious, man. That's no joke. And uh, he's, going, he's going for I'm it. I'm pretty man. sure he ended up pushing us all out. Like we ended up getting in a fight with him or something like that. That's that's how the thing ended. Uh, he may not be dead, or, or, or I don't know. Well, but, he uh, may not be dead. All right, I, I, I think I heard later on, like when we were at the thing, I think someone pointed out that that was the dude. But uh, either way, <laughs> rest in peace. <laughs> <laughs> but we'll play a show for you. <laughs> hey man, you were yeah. a dick. I'm a nice guy. <laughs> he showed up. But with I'm, a gonna play, I'm gonna play a show with a tank top on. Just yeah, to nah, nah, you. nah, nah. <laughs> Yeah, that he's like, I wore long sleeves just to, you know, no, I, really think, I think I wore a hell on earth shirt for that show, though. <laughs> yeah. Good, yeah. That's funny. Well, oh, uh, yeah, I I mean, I can vouch for Brendan. He's not that kind of security guard. No. He's, mm-mm, he's mm-mm. always, always a, a good face to see. I think I've seen you mostly at Bug Jar. It's probably. Yeah, yep. yeah I think so, yeah, too. Yeah. Place. For you. Do you work in Dublin? Do you ever do stuff in Dublin? Mm-hmm. I would be surprised if you didn't. No, I don't think no? so. I don't think Water so. Water Street? I feel like I've seen you. Water Street, maybe Wait, once or twice. Right, so. Yeah, maybe. Well, mostly Bug Jar, then, I would say. That's a lot a, of Bug Jar. Yeah. 
that's what, like what is it? is it is it different like like all right so i don't know how to explain this is it different like uh agencies yeah agencies for security and the do you have one or do you just kind of are you just like a free gun uh yeah i just kind of do whatever there but there there are like companies or whatever like water street had their own company that they would bring in like uh, Mar- okay. Mar- martin had a security so martin company. has a crew or whatever. and then he brought them to uh montage squad, and stuff like man. that yo cool. fuck yeah. it martin is the man shout out martin and there was another dude that we worked at there was another dude you probably know the guy with the glasses tall dude he used to work at uh used to Sign. work at Mark's. i feel like he's I don't know his name, but he was. Oh, he's he got looked, the bulletproof vest or yeah, whatever. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, dressed yeah. like he's ready for a swap. Yeah, swap that, team fucking that motherfucker, invasion. He'll never remember, or maybe I, I got drunk and told him once, but he took my ID at Water Street once, and I was like, I've hated you ever since that. But he was like mad cool to me he's, after he's that. He's actually a nice dude. Yeah, he was super nice. Every time I see him, he was super nice. But I mean, Ooh. yeah, 20, 20 year old Casey, and you take his fucking ID outside of a fucking Storm in the Bay show in the middle of December, and I had to sit outside the whole time. Wow. Yeah, name drop, bro. Wow. I was at your show. I got kicked out. Yeah. That's fucked up. I'm not surprised. Not Ooh. even, dude, because, like, dude, I, I got away with murder with that. Dude, I, I don't have green eyes. I don't look like Corey, you know? <laughs> and everyone's like, <laughs> like, you look at the ID, and they look at me, and they're like, no, that's not you. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's my ID. Get the fuck out of here. I got a couple letters in. off. Yeah. Who, were you, a, um, fuck, I, I, feel, I feel bad. Uh, who was the guy who worked security at Marsh Street? He passed away about five years ago. Mm. Four, four years ago. Jack Shafani. Jack? It wasn't Jack. No. I know you guys are very close to Jack. I didn't know Jack. But, I didn't know. Um, I didn't. I didn't know him that well. We oh, had kind of. I don't stuff. know. Uh, well, there was uh no, there was a guy that um Don was very close friends with that died. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I think I know who you're talking about, but I don't think he died. I didn't know if you're no, no, he he did. He was the really big dude that was kind of a dick to all of us. Yes. You know, like mutton chops. Yes. And he was always smoking cigarettes outside, and like would always just be like, man, man, shut up and get inside. Nailed it. Yeah. No, oh. I, I saw him like three years ago. Oh, that guy died? I think he died about three years ago. I don't, I, I, I don't I, know. I, I saw, I guess, I saw him right. last on, at, at uh, that little shop of hoarders, actually. I'm glad you've lived longer than most of the security guards we've run into. <laughs> that was, yeah, thankfully. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know what's going yeah. on here. I, I, think we're wild, go, I think we're going down the wrong path here. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, yeah. Outside of security, I is think it's more, that's more than just that. Yeah, I think Brennan's got a lot of layers, man. I yeah. think other people. He's would, like an onion. Let's peel him apart, baby. Peel well, away. Most people would probably know him from Rochester Hardcore Legends. Absolutely. Dare I say, borrowed fucking time, bro. BFT. <laughs> yes. Borrowed time. You ever the, uh, borrowed time was rhythm guitar player, lead guitar player. Guitar player, he goes, a, little bit, a little bit of both, a little, a little bit, bit of both. Yeah. It's done. I mean, obviously, you also have Heat Seeker too, which is your your yeah. like your like rock and roll style band. Would you sing in? Correct. Yeah, sing and play guitar. Yeah, that's such a cool yeah. name for a Sheer know, Terror man. too. I got that. Oh, yeah, I mean, that's the big one. You're playing bass for Sheer Terror right now. Yeah, yeah. that's it's awesome. Fucking awesome. Legends. Have you been in that for how much? How much? How long you've been in that for right now? Mm-hmm. Sheer Terror. A little over two years, I think. Okay. okay. Yeah. Well, let's start at the beginning. So, born and raised in Rochester. Uh, moved here when I was 13. When you were so 13. Been, Where were you originally from? Uh, I was born in Connecticut and then, uh, moved to Atlanta for about seven years when I was a kid and then okay. moved so from there to here. Ish in the South, but in Atlanta, like ish, childhood. Yeah. yeah. My dad, my dad, uh, worked for IBM. So we traveled around a little bit. Gotcha. So. Oh, name drop. So what brought, yeah. so what brought, <laughs> <laughs> what brought you guys to Rochester? Uh, he transferred and we had, we had family up here, so. 
you know, family outside of, outside of Rochester and in Syracuse and stuff. So it kind of, gotcha. we were kind of a ways away from everybody when we were in okay. Atlanta. So. so you got here, you said around 13? 13, yeah. Okay, so yeah. that's prime age to get involved in like music scene. I, scene. I, I too came back, I was originally from Rochester, but I moved away as a kid and came back when I was around 13. Too. Okay. So the first thing I did, I don't know about you, but I searched out because that's like the prime age, right? Like I searched out any and all kinds of shows I can get my hands on to like just start to socialize. And mm-hmm. like this new kind of strange familiar place in a way a place i knew but i only knew my grandparents and my uncle and aunt that lived Mm -hmm. here i didn't know any people you know so is that did you kind of like get into into music and in the music scene right off the bat or kind of take you some time to get into it um it was kind of two parts for me like i got into i got into music and then i got into the live aspect of it like a few years later like i got into Mm -hmm. into stuff through skateboarding so that was mm, my that's how introduction. It all starts, that baby. was my introduction to everything. Skateboarding, you know? that son of a bitch. It'll do it to everyone, man. Skateboarding so, and then booze and booze and bands, man. Yeah, that's how it goes. It all it's, it's all downhill so after th- that. Yeah, so, Thrasher magazine, things like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. So I got I got into it. You know, uh, in Atlanta when I was there, you know, uh, uh, the neighbors were like three and four years older than me, and so they were always, you know, we were skating, listening to stuff, and you know, I got into, you know. It when MTV started, obviously, and then you know, kind of got into like more like heavy metal and stuff like that, and you know, Iron Maiden, Judas Priest, you know, Motley Crue, all Righteous. that stuff that was happening the uh, at the time. And quick, what's your favorite Motley Crue record? <sighs> shout at the Devil, hard, right? yeah, that's a hard one, bro. Too okay. fast for love, shout at the Devil. It's kind of yeah, a too fast for love to have it, okay. yeah, okay, okay. Does anything matter after that, really? I mean, a few songs. I, What's still, like, I still like Doctor Feelgood, man. That's a good, that's a good album. I that's still a good like Doctor Feelgood. I think I said that one time, and someone was like, "The sober album." I you know. Like the I know. Sober album. I know. I know. I know. <laughs> the thing though, that was that was after two like subpar albums. So sure. that that True. album looked Wait, like a fucking masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what was the For album? Sure, yeah. Thank the God. album before Doctor Feelgood. Was girls, that, girls, girls. Was that girls, girls, yeah. girls before yeah. that? had like two yeah. or three songs okay. on it. And yep. the and one Dr. before Field that is the album I'm thinking of. It had some yeah, actually, like, the guitar tones, uh, Bob Rock. Bob Rock, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, amazing. Great, great sound. Bob Rock's a really cool name. Is that the guy's name? Yeah, Bob Rock. I mean, most notably, he worked with Metallica. He did Metallica. So his real name is Robert Black. Rock? Maybe. That's so sick. <laughs> That's so rad. <laughs> yeah, you may know He's him so as the bass player on St. Anger. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Mo- most notably, uh. yeah. <laughs> Shout out Bob Rock. Uh, yeah, shit, that's, that's yeah, funny. He did yeah. uh, Metallica's Black album, most notably. That's but, uh He he was with Metallica throughout. Like, oh, you the said 90s. that's rad, and I don't really mean it. Uh, Bob Rock's also done some other. <laughs> He's done a lot of cool shit. He's yeah. done a couple of albums I, from the Cult, who I love. Um, yeah, yeah, but I, Blue I know. Oyster or uh, no, just the just cult. the Cult. The Cult. No, it's the, just. Cult. the Cult. The Cult. Sorry, guys. <laughs> so you got My hands are up. So so you got into music first, and then you got into playing bands. What was like your first band? Um, first instrument. First instrument was uh, trombone a recorder. Yeah, <laughs> oh, please. Yeah, Everyone started on recorder. High Everyone cross then, buns. Uh, yes, high cross. Fuck buns. yeah, it's gonna be literal. Oh, I okay, kill, I killed that song. That's I fucking song, nailed dude. it. Hell yeah. Well, you knew you were rhythm. They're like you're a natural. <laughs> <laughs> you're a natty. We've dad. never we, seen we, anyone we, take the hot cross buns like you. Uh, then I uh, played uh, what saxophone in the in the school band for a couple of years. Damn, uh, the saxy man! Okay. I wanted to be a drummer, but everyone wanted to be a drummer, so I got like, here, how about a saxophone? I was like, all right, that's better than like flute or whatever else. So, like, if I'm not going to be a drummer, I'll those be a saxophone. Are whack. But sax is where it's at. What dude wants to play <laughs> something that looks like a dick? I got you, bro. You can say it. <laughs> 
<laughs> recorder's cool though. Yeah, yeah. Because it's plastic. Yeah. So uh yeah, well that was early that was early on. So then when you get serious, it's saxophone time. And then uh <laughs> you know, that sucks though when you're when you're carting a big heavy saxophone on the bus. So then I switched to like the tenor sax and baritone sax because I didn't have to bring that shit home. So oh, I, I love like, baritone oh, sax. That's great. True. I just used the school one. I don't gotta bring that shit on okay. the bus. So you just bring your reader on with you, right? Wasn't yeah, that like, I bring yeah. my little mouthpiece He's, with the reader yeah. or whatever, and I'm good to go. So this is adorable. Yes. Good so um, after I got out of that, uh, I traded in my saxophone for a bass because my buddy was like, we got to start a band. We're like, cool. He's like, I got a guitar. This guy's going to play drums. You play bass. All right, I'll play bass. I didn't really know that much about bass at the time. You know, I didn't really listen to songs and go, oh, okay. Oh, that's all bass that's players the bass yeah, that's the that. bass. Well, all, 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 let me rephrase that. All hardcore or metal bassists are born by someone else being like, we need a bass player. Just just do this. All okay. real bass players are born being like, yo, I heard that Red Hot Chili Pepper song. You know, <laughs> where the fuck? Yeah, here's smoke, but, on, but, the, here's smoke on the water. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or here's like, like Victor Wooten and shit. Victor Wooten shit, yeah. Bro, what, what, what you grabbing? Uh, well, grab me whatever else is left. No, yeah, you can have the coast. It's okay, baby. I got enough. I got enough at home. I got course. It's okay. Oh, thanks, boo boo. Anyways, yeah. So uh, yeah, that was the that was the start of that. My first band, uh, we were called Under Attack. Oh, that's I a cool. Think. It's actually a pretty cool yeah. name. And, I like uh, that name. We did, uh, you know, a few basement shows, and I think we might have played like a high school show at the high school auditorium or something Town like that. Show. Yeah. It was what, probably, what kind of band was it? It was like a punk band. It was like hardcore ish. Punk rock ish, I guess it was, you know, kind of kind of its own weird thing or whatever that so we were doing like, at the time. You were like Rise Again. It, not exactly, <laughs> not exactly, not exactly. But you know, that was. Did, uh, did you say you just you you played your talent show? I think I think we probably did, or like it was like a benefit, like an environmental benefit show or something. Yeah. I don't I don't remember what it was. We did a couple like high school type type things with random high school bands, and uh, yeah, I remember man. my drummer had like a stage set up in his basement. And we would, uh, we would practice there and then play, play. We did a few shows there and then that kind of morphed into, um, how, how would you guys promote the shows for the basement? Just fly flyers, word of like mouth. Flyers thought like, the, like, would it like, you would just tell all your homies or would it be like, yo, everyone come to the show? Yeah. I mean, it was a small tight knit crowd anyway, back yeah, then, yeah. you know, it was like each band was a little party for your yeah, friends. Kind yeah, of I mean, it was like, there wasn't really like a scene with what we were in it was kind of like oh you got a band you guys got a band we weren't really anything alike but it was like yeah you know, yeah we hey had guys one let's hang out like, and jam together yeah we had one where it was like a you know it was death metal band it was like my one of my later bands and then it was like another band that was like a hippie kind of jam thing that uh this dude was in that went on to become like a porn director guy that's amazing yeah do you nice. still talk to him no, no, I wasn't really, uh, I yeah, wasn't really friends with the guy. But a funny story, like years he posted on Facebook a couple years ago. Year, years, <laughs> he and, pokes, yeah. years and years later, this dude hits me up, uh, and he's doing a soundtrack for for some porn thing, and he wanted to license some song, or bro. Yeah, and I'm like, yeah. Cool. bro, and I'm like, you whatever. Said, yes, yeah, I was like, I was like, whatever, cool. And uh, so he's like, awesome. he's like, you know, I do like, I do like graphic design work for, for graphic movies. whatever this porn company <laughs> is or whatever. Design for graphic and, movies. And I do soundtracks and stuff. So he's like, I like your, I like this song. I want to use it. I'm like, cool. So I don't hear anything for like a year. Then all of a sudden I get a DVD, a few DVDs in the mail like oh, a year later. And it turns out God that the bless. dude that produced it 
uh, Matt Zane was this dude I went to high school with. Yeah. And he was, wasn't obviously Matt Zane at the time, but I'm like, what are the odds that this dude puts this my band awesome. on a soundtrack yeah, with someone I went to high school with? Like, That's what are the amazing. fucking, of all the porns, yeah. awesome. you just messaged the dude and you're like, hey man, porns. we're making so, it. So, of all the porns in it. the world so that Brennan, I could have been on. So Brennan puts on the fucking tape, goes out, dusts <laughs> off the old recorder, dusts oh, off the I old fucking hot cross buns all night long. And fucking, <laughs> while the chick's playing the flute herself. Anyways, whole new man, term so, to, you really uh, have man, you've really done everything. A whole new term to yeah, hot cross buns. That's it. We're doing a remake with this. Yeah. Fucking, yeah. We got this idea for this reimagining of hot cross buns. It's gonna <laughs> hear be me fucking out. amazing. Hear me out. <laughs> I know what you're thinking. This is crazy, but hear me out. Yeah, check this out. Yeah, so it was fucking wild. So um, yeah, what are the what are the odds of that? So it's uh, so fucking awesome. So we did that band that went that kind of uh so, some of the guys went off and did whatever they did. And uh, me and the guitar player, Mark, we kind of formed another band that was called, it was like more heavy. We kind of went in more of a heavy metal slash type direction. And uh, that band was called Verdict. And we did kind of the same, the same type deal, you know, basement shows, parties, yeah, uh, maybe high school type thing. When or did whatever. you start getting into like, actually like playing out in, uh, I, I, I guess like around the city or whatever, you know? That wasn't until like the third or fourth band that I was in. That was Contempt. That was like the first band that I like recorded with properly, like played like clubs. Um, I remember being so scared for my first like show around other bands and shit, like like an actual show. Yeah, it was weird. <laughs> it was weird. Scary. My first club show was at Penny Arcade, and uh, I remember we played, and that w- they had the like the big cattle fence up back in the day. Like you probably missed that era of Penny okay. Arcade, and so it's yeah. like you know you're like four feet from the front of the stage. There's a big cattle fence. There's a big monitors. There's all this fucking smoke. It's fucking like it's ridiculous looking. Intense. You can't you can't, I can't even see you in the front row. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like oh, and the Sounds sound like guy. It's just like the left- sound guy was just a dick the entire night. So <laughs> like wow, oh, you fuck blah, blah, blah. like, like a leftover f- setup from the eighties. Yeah, kind of yeah. spilled into the nineties. What we got? <laughs> we're like, what the fuck is with this dude? Like, what the fuck? And, the, and someone's like, yeah, sorry, he had a bad night last night. He had uh Kevin from Quiet Riot played here with his solo band, and he was just tearing him a new asshole all last night. So he's a little salty today. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, so Kevin from Quiet Riot fucked it all up for everyone. Fucking Kevin. It's, <laughs> but it's been it, all Kevin. downhill since then. <laughs> son of a bitch. So, so obviously, you, you found your way into borrowed time. I mean, what, what, so this is probably, what, 2003? 2004. 2004. So you guys have been around for almost coming up on a 20-year yeah, anniversary. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, met, uh, I met Aiden and, uh, probably a couple years before that, and, and we kind of talked about doing a band, but, you know, it was I was kind of doing Heat Seeker and he was kind of doing other stuff. So Heat Seeker's been around since before. Heat Seeker was around in 2000 we started that. Wow. So yeah, that's been through a lot of different That's more like metal too, iterations, right? rock and roll. Yeah, yeah, it was just kind of I remember when we were doing some of the borrowed time stuff you showed me the Heat Seeker stuff and yeah, sweet. I'll have, I'll have to add a link into the the podcast. Is it like description? Oh, yeah. Heat Seeker. At points, yeah, <laughs> sure. At points, at points, <laughs> at points. It's kind of like AC. I mean, the, I think the uh, from what I remember, the vibe was kind of like ACDC ish. ACDC, Metallica, Thin Lizzy, like yeah, yeah, Motorhead, that kind of like like kind of fast rock. And roll. You, 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 you sing or just a rock singer? And roll. 
Uh, we went through like a bunch of singers, and then finally, I did. I you have one that that was like skinny with long ass hair? Mm, probably. I don't know. We had I, we had a few singers. I think I saw, I, think I saw you at uh, at Bug Jar once, and I think Paul brought me to the show. Probably, probably. No, yeah, I can vouch. I think that the way you showed me, you were singing on. Yeah, 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 because uh, and it's awesome. My boy, my boy's got pipes. I want to hear this really bad. Yeah, we'll have to. I'll, we'll. I never wanted. To, I never wanted to sing, but it just got to the point where it's like the the first singer we had was was I, really good, and then I we kind of kind of went and different directions and he had other stuff going on it's what they and all say man there just wasn't like a, a talent pool of people here that was like the type of singer we wanted so we'd get some guy and be like oh maybe we can mold this guy into like more of what we're looking for and it would never work out and be like sing it like this and finally it just got to the point where it's like all right fuck it i'm just gonna learn how to fuck you want something done right do it, right? Do it yourself brother yeah, yeah i thought that today when i was whop, mop my floor right when so, you wop mop your floor, I was, I was, was whopping whop, whop, bamboo. We bop bamboozled my floor. I didn't do a good job either, but hey, <laughs> there it is. But it was my it. job. It was my job. There I it did is. it, motherfucker. So you got so you went from Heat Seeker, and then you, you founded Borrow Time with Aiden, who you I mean most people would probably shout remember out to Aiden. Aiden. Shout he, out to Aiden, our, yeah. our, our fine Irish friend from Ireland. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I guess where else would he be from? But um, was he in San Francisco now? Right. Uh, I think he went back to like San Diego. Oh, I he was in St. Something. Louis for a minute, okay. and then I think he just moved back out. I never really like everyone I know got tattooed by him. Yeah, he was a big artist at Love Hate yeah. when uh, when I was yeah. a young man. Yes, he young was a buff. staple in the tattoo community for sure. So I think we he met, still is. Go ahead. Sorry. Yeah, we met a few years before, and it just didn't work out for whatever reason. And then, uh, you know, I I met up with him again, and you know, he's like how about we jam or whatever? And he had, he had done that band, uh, something sacred in the meantime. And they were kind of coming to an end or kind of to a crossroads or whatever. And he's like, he's like, just come down, we'll jam or whatever. And I kind of, you know, came down and, you know, saw what they had going on. I was like, I don't really want to join your thing. I'd rather just do something from scratch or whatever. And, uh, you know, they were jamming with a few, uh, Jim, uh, the bass player. And then they had like a couple other people that we were jamming with initially that, just really didn't weren't on the same page as what we wanted to do but the three of us were kind of on the same page so we kind of hit it off and then uh we kind of went from there and it was it was good for a minute tight yeah and then what happened why you say it was good for a minute uh you guys got pretty big for a minute didn't you, you did yeah, tours and shit like yeah that. we went to we got we got to go to europe and you know we had it was you know mainly the three of us and then we had a bunch of different different people like kind of coming in and out through of the, yeah, and, yeah in and out yeah. of the band because it's like you know people we had a couple drummers that just weren't really up to par with uh, you. Yeah, up to par with what we were trying to do. Like really they were on time. Good drummers in their own right. <laughs> yeah, to yeah. Put it nicely, I mean, like it's, but it's, they just yeah, it's, they it, couldn't play the style that we were trying to do. If it's so. easy and fucking not problematic when you're jamming, then you know that's what the one you want. You know? Yeah, I mean, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, some people come in. Oh, I'm I'm this and that. Then you know your well, shit's so, easy. And you got to be able to like, group it. together. Like yeah. if the drummers sounds different than the rest of the music. You're gonna. For sure. So, I mean, there's a lot of, you know, we don't, what we do isn't that difficult, but there's, you know, a lot of stamina involved with finding the right person and the right feel of it. I'm really glad you didn't ask me. (laughs) I didn't know you then. Otherwise, you could have saved us a lot of time. I I can play the bongos. (laughs) That was what we were looking for then. (laughs) I think it's pretty sweet, though, because, like, you never hear about the local band that's been, especially in, like, the hardcore metal scene that's been around as long as you guys. Um, Usually, it's like, you know, someone puts out one, I mean, most local bands are lucky enough to make it past their first EP, but let or, alone, you know, or 50 podcasts. We're <laughs> too dumb to quit. Right? Yeah. That's the problem. We're too dumb. No, to quit. I love that though. I think that's, that's awesome. And I mean, you guys still rip, I mean, up okay, until awesome. quarantine, 
it, you guys were still out playing shows. I mean, you're playing at Vineyard. I saw you. I think it was the last show I saw you. Yeah, right. Wasn't right. that Vineyard's last show? Mm, might have one been. of one maybe. of. Yeah, I believe I, so. I think we uh, played they, a second to last show. Yeah, I think you guys were. Uh, yeah, yeah. Were. I, mean, I think maybe it was. Anyone maybe it who was. plays yeah. in like a metal or hardcore band within the last you last know, two five, shows, they did like, yeah, a, they did like a, Thursday and Saturday yeah, like or something because there was like that. Yeah, there was something in between. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah, we've all played a show with Borrowed Time somewhere and sometime. Oh yeah, you can. Yeah, I played shows Borrowed Time. Righteous, you know. So you guys are so tight, dude. Righteous. Like watch you guys is like fucking metal to the fucking face. I love it. Yeah, Bar Time's great, man. Well, really good band. I know when you, because Brendan and I were doing some work together and we we kind of bonded over our love for for Gibson and, and Les Pauls because I know really you're a guitar cute. guy. Yes, yes, yes. I know. It's it's fun. So, like, where where, where did you? Yes, I know. Well, no, yes. no because guitar people <laughs> yes, can, like, fun. kind of like. He's blushing. Gibson Les Pauls. Is there any other kind of guitar? I mean, I mean there's <laughs> a lot of other kinds of guitars. But why the Gibson Les Paul, though, for you? Some ukes. I want to. Uh, I, I like the SG too. Uh, I, I like uh, you had that nice double cut. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's been the new the new thing that I've been uh, the double playing in the past part. few years. The Les Paul uh, double cut. That's that's real nice. I just uh, you know the the Gibson was the first like real guitar I got. Like I you know I initially switched to guitar because it got to a point where I was trying to write more songs. Uh, oh, that's right, because you were on bass back well, with recorder or whatever. Bass and, yes, guitar. yeah. So this it, is the progression. It uh, got to the point where I was trying to take a more active role writing, and it was just I couldn't I couldn't write as well on the bass. So I kind of you know picked up a guitar just to have, and then I kind of like switched over to guitar at the tail end of Contempt, and then you know we kind of that kind of ran its course, and we kind of fizzled out. And then uh, you know I was doing another project in between that and Heatseeker, and then it was just you know I kind of got you know the the Gibson bug once I got the first first good guitar I think I got was like a Les Paul Studio. What year? Do you remember? Uh, I don't remember. I don't have it anymore. But uh, that definitely, you know, was like next level compared to what I was. Was it heavy? Oh, oh, it was like a, it was like a fucking tree, a fucking thing. (laughs) Ten plus pounds, probably twelve pounds. Yeah, sounds about right. (laughs) Yeah. So yeah, probably ten, ten plus twelve pounds. No, that's, yeah. that's, that's I heavy. know, I'm just joking. It's just funny to listen to you talk about guitars like good, that. Good 20 pounds, yeah. <laughs> 22 pounds. <laughs> it's weight about 50 20, pounds. It's yeah. 22 pounds right there. It's about 67 pounds. Yeah. But. I, no, I love a good guitar guy because it, like, it, like it, I, mean, I know, man. You bond over the guitar stuff. I get yeah. it, man. I, too, have... I have one Les Paul, but I love that guitar with every ounce of it. Yeah, I have less than that. <laughs> you have no Pauls. I have no Pauls. No Pauls. <laughs> <laughs> I have way less Pauls. <laughs> um... <laughs> But it's kind of, it's kind of like you, cha- you chase but, but a, t- a tone in your head, and when you find a guitar that gets <laughs> so, there, you so know. So for me, I find that the Les Paul is the best. Like you could put a Les, you could play a Les Paul in any style of music. Speaking and, of Paul, he's get away right now. Oh, is he? That's yeah, Paul. that's more Paul. I, I just told him I was like, I'm, I'm, we're doing a podcast. I can't answer. <laughs> can't answer right now. Yeah. yeah, you're on back burner. No, no I'm not going to do that. Answer. <laughs> But anyway, I, sorry, I, I find the Les Paul is the, the guitar that you could play soul with. You could play funk, metal, obviously, classic hard rock. Like, it just has, like... I think Derby's got a like, Les Paul. There's all that punk fucking shit with it. Yeah. I mean, yeah. there's so many good kinds of Les Pauls. Those tones. Um, so bad. The one I've always wanted was, you know, like, that deep that deep uh, wine red Les Paul with, like, you know, the kind of the beige uh, trim around it, like a good Les Paul custom. Custom, yeah. Yeah, good, like, maybe 70s. I, I would settle for the 80s one. Is, it, is it the one with, the, with, with the, the round 80s. body, the one with the fucking, like, the uh, like the ACDC fucking... Am I thinking, yeah, yeah. Am I you're, thinking the right thing? No, you're not thinking of the... The ACDC the guitar SG. is the SG. Okay, true. Les Paul is kind of like, you know, Jimmy Page, I mean, Peter Frampton. 
Okay, because I know what I'm talking about. The you ACDC my- guitar is the same one that the dude in Hawthorne Heights used, right? <laughs> Probably, yeah. Yes. Honestly. Okay, sick. Yes, let's go! Yeah. I know right. guitars now. Yeah, you know my white guitar? That's a Les Paul. That's yeah. Stuff. That's stuff, but yeah. It's like the classic I know Les guitar. Paul. Yeah, it's got the... But I mean, you you also you know you, you knew a lot about pickups. I got a Tom Anderson pickup because of you. You inspired nice, me. Nice, yeah. So you, you you dive deep, man. That's good though. It, it's hard to it's, today's day and age. It's hard to talk to people about guitars sometimes because Personally, oh, I mean, unless you're a guitar you, center, yeah, I guess. I know that's what I miss about it. Um, that's what you I miss don't about. Mi- I don't center? miss talk, that <laughs> talking to people about. Guitars Did you used to work at guitar center, Brennan? No, but every time you go in, you're like, I, I want to pack a pick. What kind of guitar you play, dude? You know, guy, oh, like, dude, wait, do you, what, do you what's shred? Your amp, what's your amp settings, dude? Yeah, like, me. I just want to pay for this and pick, go. I know me. you shred. And, and Brennan would be like, Jordan, you know why I'm here? Just like the, the Jordan, sell me the fucking picks and shut the fuck up. It sounds like it sounds like what you hate is like my dad's dream. <laughs> when he goes into the car set and they're like, he's like, yeah, I got a pack of strings. They're like, what do you play? <laughs> Where do I start? What don't uh, I play? <laughs> what don't I play? You got to cater. Well, because, I started yeah. playing the recorder back yeah. in second grade. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. See, I moved up to the baritone sax. <laughs> and then... But the person you're describing, though, is more common at Guitar Center than most people think. I'm sure. Like, no, they're I'm, all I'm, I'm sure. Casey's yeah. dad's yeah. always Guitar there. players yeah. love talking about their gear. I can tell. That's they why love... uh, you guys have been talking oh, for no, a while dude. and I haven't been. <laughs> Sorry, do you want us to bring you back in? No, no, I was no, going to no. say, a, a guitar say, has six strings. <laughs> speaking of pickups, let's pick up on a different level and do something more fun. How was the last time you put somebody out of a show? Was it me? Oh, man. <laughs> out of a show. Have you ever thrown me out of a show? I don't think so. I think you might have. You usually well behaved. I think he has some friends that, is, at the shows. that have thrown you out of shows. Probably, probably, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I, I think usually it's we're all on the same uh, level. or Well, not no one's on the same level as me. No, ever. Right, right. But, uh, I don't think you. Maybe it wasn't you. When I was like, I think you stole the pipe from me, or didn't steal it. Confiscated. Did you? Did you, 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 you had a pipe, a pipe that like stole a you pipe. Beat someone with, or like a, no, 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 a smoking pipe, a like, pipe yeah. that you smoke oh, so out a of. bowl for yeah, contraband. Bowl. Contraband. Oh maybe that man. Wasn't you, though. No, oh no, that doesn't Brennan, sound Brennan, like. I don't usually this care man about a bowl. Shit. You got to hit fucking ghost dog on the way home, or the local bodega and pick up a five dollar. I'll give you a recorder. We'll call it even. Dude, call it. Dude, just plug the rest of the holes. Yeah. I got pulled over one time. Play yourself a tune. I had a kazoo that I turned into a pipe, and the cops found it, and they tried making me break it on the road. Dude. And it was just These plastic. motherfuckers probably made so much fun of you. Oh, oh yeah, dude. That sounds it, really it was, funny. It worked well, though, so I don't know. You're like, it's an them. instrument, Did bro. it make the noise when you smoked Yo, it? <laughs> you should <laughs> write a letter to that kazoo company and be like, listen, guys, huge influx here. Okay? Like, <laughs> I was trying to smoke pot. Kazoo? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> anyway, so borrow time's going on. So the, the back, back to the task at hand. Okay, dude. But borrow time's Nothing going is on. sacred. This whole time, borrow time's and, going on. We and, uh, and, and then, but then you get the call to be in sheer terror, which are New York hardcore legends. Oh yeah, that was. Did you way, do a couple tours way before that on. though? Did you tour with like Madball and shit like that? Uh, yeah, suicidal yeah, tendencies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let, yeah let's go back to that because I love suicide. That was only a couple years ago, right? Yeah, yeah. That was that was before in the. So how did you get involved with like I guess like the upper echelon of like all these bands like Suicidal and, and Sheer Terror? Like what was your your into that? Uh, I guess it would be uh, Madball. Um, my uh, yeah. brother Mike Valeni, he hit me up and was like, "Hey, they need somebody to do this tour as a tech." Mike Valeni's uh, brick, brick by brick. brick. Yes, yeah. okay. Yeah. Upstate Black and Blue. Shout out. And uh, he uh, he hit me up. He's like, "Hey, can you do this tour? They need a tech." I was like, "I, I don't, you know." 
I don't really know how to tech or whatever. Like, but yeah, I'll, I'll do it. Like, I don't I had, know how to tech. I had time at the time. I you know, at the time I didn't. Every guitar player thinks they know how to tech until I'm, I'm assuming it's the the until. Well, so the he's the, he's the other side where he's like, I don't think I know how to tech, and then yeah, but you can. The, 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 I would. I'm think sure you put that, your like, fucking mind to it. You're like, oh, you want to sound like this? Yeah, have, it, yeah. You, I know my I know my gear. I know my gear. I know how to set up my gear. But you know, twenty minutes of you guys talking about Les Pauls, I think you know how to fucking make it sound like the guy wants it to. We didn't even go deep, that man. I know you didn't, bro. It's okay. We can get deeper. We'll save that for next time. Yeah, yeah. We'll save well, that for the one-off. that's what I'm the, saying, the, the, man. The, 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 you're you're going to have your guitar nerds tune in we'll for 20 ser- seconds. We'll talk serial numbers, fucking oh, all that man. shit next time. Oh, yeah. Yo, is it a VR20 or a VR21? <laughs> yeah, we'll go. We'll go uh, deep, man. It's a 21R. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> 21R, so you know it's a rip-off. Anyway, yeah. sorry. So, uh, so I agreed to do that. I knew I knew Mitz, the guitar player, uh, for you know a long time. Mitz, who had played in... Um, he was in He's Scarhead. In, he was right? in Crown of Thorns. He was or in Crown, Scarhead. Crown of Thorns. Then Scarhead, he was in yeah. uh, uh, Ragman. Yes. Um, he plays those BC Rich guitars, right? Yes. 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 Okay. The Mockingbird. The Mockingbird here. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, sorry. Sorry. Yes. Sorry, Casey. Don't want to trigger you. I didn't say me. I told oh. him to stop. <laughs> oh. I was talking about suicide. Dope guitar. So yeah. So I did. I did that tour, and and we all kind of you know hit it off, and uh, you know they they didn't really have somebody to, to tech or whatever. So like I would tech tech when i could and then uh did you go out for like a full tour or was it like two weeks and then you come back home and then you go out for another yeah they would tour for you know 10 days here two weeks there four days if I here remember you went out it was suicidal tendencies and madball was a pretty big tour you went out with right yeah but yeah weren't you playing with madball at the time or you were just guitar teching no at the time I, at the time i was uh guitar teching and uh so let's see so we we did this tour and uh madball was opening for suicidal so i got to meet all those guys that was uh who, like, who else was on that tour if, if you don't remember me uh it was just, it was suicidal and madball and then you know some random openers at, at okay some of so the no things. one like really like notable that okay. Okay. I mean, no, did, big, no big deal yeah, yeah no big deal I didn't, mean, no. I didn't mean it like that <laughs> right right wait no. it was um because mike mike Muir still he's still singing with like suicidal right mike Muir's the he, constant yeah he's the only original right Still. He's the only original. But they uh, got uh what's his name from Dillinger playing with them now. Ben Ben from Dillinger. He yes. came in uh you know later later on ago. a couple years ago. Yeah, yeah. Uh they've had Dean on guitar, the other guitar. He's been around since like 96 and then uh Ra the bass player and Dave Lombardo came in yeah. uh around the same time. So that was like one of the first few tours that they did. Yeah. Uh, Were you big on Suicidal growing up? I loved Suicidal growing up and then I kind of fell out with them for a long time. I love that style of hardcore. Like cuz I feel like they they kind of developed that like West Coast like the one band that comes to mind for me is like Rotting Out too. Like they're like the modern kind of less like metal shreddy but like that just like fast like skate punk hardcore style yeah. like Suicidal just, was one of the yeah. hardest bands from the West Coast and I loved the first two records, uh, the, the self-titled and uh, Join the Army, were like gospel to me as sure. a kid. And then they kind of went in a more metal direction. And I kind of fell out with it and kind of like rediscovered that stuff later on. You ever fuck with um, Infectious Grooves? Not really. Yeah. Not really. I, respe- I respect interesting it. Stuff. I respect the musicianship, but it, it, you know, it never really, it never really did it for me that much. Uh, and you know, Suicidal kind of like became a little bit too entwined with that style or whatever and i kind of you know wasn't in it as as interested you know but that's the natural progression to music though you know you right you know you fall in love with the band for an album or two and then it kind of you know they start doing their own thing which is natural i mean as musicians you can kind of 
when you I, I when can... you're a kid, sometimes a record will come out and you're like, oh my god, that's so this or that's so that. Like it's so different. And now you listen to it with years later, and you're like, it's a natural progression. I don't really hear that much of a difference Dude, at yeah. all. No, 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 no. I fucking do not agree with it. Oh, oh what's and your I, take? Well, hot I, well, take? Hot take. I know it's not. Hot it's not alert. a fucking hot take. I'm just saying. And I mean, this is just an example. Uh, I, and I always stand by this. It's fucking uh, thrice when they came out with Artists of the Ambulance and shit like that. Heavy as fuck. Awesome. And they came up with Vahisu after that. And I was like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> you fucking dropped me in the barrel. I just bought this record and it's all like, <laughs> you know, like whatever. I'm like, that's fucking whack, dude. I want to hear like, dance right into the sun. Whatever the fuck. You know? And then five years later, I'm like, fuck, man. This is the best album ever written. What the fuck was I thinking? Isn't that the beauty of music, though? It's timeless, man. That, I, that, I mean, timeless. So. that happens sometimes, too, where you, you know something just doesn't click with you at the time. Where you're like, this is fucking terrible. And then years later, it's like, you know, whoa. I love some that shit idea. that you yeah. love. You know? I, I love that idea as an artist of, like, putting out an album, like, in a current, like, you know, in today's day and age that, like, you almost in- anticipate people not to get for another few years. I, like, I, I will stand by right now and that's say, pretty deep. I've been saying this to Derby for a long time, that <laughs> I think the last like two, three such gold al- albums will be revered in fucking five years. We'll be fucking like, what the fuck was I doing sleeping on this? Yeah. Oh, it's you know what genius. I mean? like, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know about, I don't know about genius because I don't fucking know anything about genius, but I, I just think it's just like shit that like, I don't know. Like oh, it's, it's like the same thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah no. Agreed. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I absolutely agree. I find they're, they're. I mean, that's a great example. They're one of those bands that's just like doing their own thing. They, they, you know? they, they, they blew up doing the pop punk thing. Everyone's like, "This is your standard, such gold." And then they go, "Hey, let's do something different, a little mm-hmm. more mathy, whatever the fuck." And everyone's like, "Just put back pedestals on, man." You know, or, you know, bring back Stand Tall with fucking Tim Heald and in and Devin ben- or yeah, Devin Bell. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I guess shout out both those, whatever. Uh, but uh, yeah, but like, yeah, like, like the, I guess. Well, that's I mean, it. they like, just kind of did their own. Th- I mean, they they went into it. They, and they, they also changed members and shit like that too. But I will have it. I mean, just, it, well, time, obviously, but, yeah, but yeah. Come in full circle. Yeah. Shows shows got to go on. You yeah, know? yeah. People uh, shit, people wait, do their own thing. So, they go so their own way. Carry changed mad fucking members too, but the music's always stayed the same because. Yeah. True. Um, Reps just broke up. Really fuck it. Um. So. I guess what we were saying a few minutes ago, but uh, when did you go from tech to like playing? Um, with those with those guys, uh, Mitz and the, and the band had parted ways, and they had a tour coming up. Um, like I told Freddie, like, hey, you know, if you if you need somebody, because they had a, a few different people Ball, that right? we had with with yeah, Madball um, playing at the at the time it was kind of whoever could do what tour and you know i said hey if you need somebody like i'm down to to help you out you know whatever and uh he said we got this tour of southeast asia coming up and uh, okay maddie henderson was gonna do it yeah maddie henderson was gonna do it but he can't do it so would you like to do that and i was like i was like fuck you know i just taking all this time off work Mm -hmm. and i was like in kind of deep water with my job i'm like fuck it i'm not so when am I going to have a chance to do that? I was going to say, so, so, so I'm trying to understand your mindset a little bit here. So like you've been playing music all these years, mm. you, you've done your bit of touring and, and stuff, but like, obviously I think at this point, safe to say, like, this is like your biggest opportunity, right? Like as a musician yeah, uh, yeah. up until that point. Yeah, right? sure, sure, so, sure. And how, how old were you at the time? Like you were. 
I don't know, 40 something, 40 something early. 40s. I mean, that's insane. That's like insane. Cause like, I, I feel like your whole life, especially in today's society and modern age, like I, I, you're almost as a musician made feel to really like, if you're not making moves, like by the time you're like, 25 years old like you're you're old news you know like the dream hey, is out the door i read somewhere yeah. like, that oprah like, didn't like, get like, big like, she was 30 so no, but, i'm but, still good I, I think that there's something to be said about like your ambition and just like your dedication to just like at, at the age of 40 plus or whatever yeah you yeah know what i mean, I, mean I never i never said like, like oh we're gonna make it we're gonna do this no, no, like kind of like just you, you know you still were hungry for that opportunity hanging in there yeah and, and made your life work around that and said you know what i'm gonna fucking do it because cool. this is what yeah. i've always wanted to do i think that's fucking incredible that's one of my favorite things about you man is that like like i w without it sounding like too like i guess mm. pretentious or ridiculous but like you quote unquote made it like finally you know like it, it, even though it you spent all these years in the trenches you know to you know to being in the local bands and playing small shows playing to the then small gigs playing doing the small tours sure. and then big, finally with a huge band yeah. you know at you know when most people are <laughs> settling down and, and, and working nine to five jobs and barbecuing in their crocs in their backyard you know you're right like, i'm gonna go fucking tour southeast southeast asia playing guitar for fucking madball like yeah no that's, huge that's sick dude it was crazy but you know i always looked at like whatever job I was working was just so I could do what I wanted to do. So I could travel to you you know, New York mind, for this yeah. show. It, it wasn't like, there's I'm something gonna, to be said about that. It wasn't, kind of I'm going to make it. Yeah. It was just like, that was always my just, thing. You know, that's it was the like, way you want to live yeah. when I was a kid, you know, in my early twenties and, you know, I was driving all up and down the East coast going to shows. And most of the time I was going by myself because there wasn't like kids around here that wanted to do that. So it was like, so you've always fuck been, it, I'm going to go. Like, it's it was, always been your lifestyle. Like, it's, it's, always, it's, yeah. it's, it's day to day, not week to week. You know what I mean? Yeah. You yeah. know, not paycheck to well, paycheck. You're just fucking living in the moment kind of shit. Yeah, whatever job as, I as, had was just so I could do what I want to do. Yeah. Now, what do you do? I, I you, well, what, what what do you do as your normal job? I guess your 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 suit and tie. Now I don't really have. I haven't had one for the last like year and a what? half, two years. But I was doing like printing stuff, graphic okay. design, like for however long, and then I would do like whatever security stuff on the side. Sure, sure. And so now I just kind of do there, the security stuff. There was a story, and I could be completely embellishing, it, mm. but. When you were in Asia, it was like, I think you told me that it was just like, when you guys got done with the show, the bus got swarmed. And it was like, shit, some, was, shit was like the Beatles. It over was like there. the Beatles. It was moment. fucking, it, it was funny. Said, because people were like, you're going, what the People were fuck? telling me, like, like Freddie and Oya are like fucking, you know, superstars over there. I was like, all right, cool. Yeah, whatever. And it was like, we kind of get there and it's like, it, it kind of reminded me like the the show we were playing was in uh, Jakarta. It was this big like festival that we were headlining. Is that Indonesia? And Indonesia, yeah. And uh, we we get there and we kind of we kind of are you know shuttled to the place and it's like you know this big type thing where it's like you know a bunch of little shops and stores like an early warp tour and there's a couple stages and and whatever and we kind of you know do our thing and you know the gear is fucking terrible and you know we're, we're going around and everyone's like, oh. fucking terrible oh, it was bad it was rough <laughs> it, was, it was rough it was rough it was you know the, the tubes in those amps hadn't been changed in probably 20 years and <laughs> oh boy it was Wait, like you're supposed to change those oh man the things like dimed out and it's like <sighs> like, like oh man that's awesome yeah so you know we kind of we kind of do our sound they check do. and then you know we kind of we kind of go around and everyone's like, Oh, here, take pictures of this. Take the, you know, like, wow, this was, it was kind of crazy. And then like, we come back for the show later and people are just like swarming the, the van that we're in. Like, this is nuts. And we're so in this, cool. we're in this like tent backstage. And there's people You're like in fucking Indonesia, Indonesia. And yeah. this shit is happening. Yeah. Yeah. Was there tits pressed up against the window? 
No, it was kind of a more religious nah, type. Uh, it was more of a religious type of country, so it wasn't really but on like the menu. But it's you know. crazy. You're in Indonesia, and these <laughs> motherfuckers the are swarming. I I could I couldn't believe that feeling. Want to be so out of place from your reality? Yeah, yeah. I mean, a country like Indonesia going, this is weird, and to be have like stardom over there it would be the just what an out of place fucking. Yeah, feeling. they had played. They had played the country once before, but a different a different city. And, uh, Out Indonesia, uh, yeah. they, <laughs> they played somewhere else before. So <laughs> holding on to that one. You know, yeah, yeah, we've been saving that yeah. one. Uh, no, no, I just Back came. Pocket, it came quick. But yeah, no, it was, it was wild. And uh, you know, we're in this tent backstage, and there's just like everyone's trying to like sneak under the tent and and well, in the cracks. So cool. I, I'm like back there. If you see like <laughs> pictures of me, I got headphones on. I'm trying to jam the songs because we didn't really practice. Like I didn't practice with them. <laughs> I practiced. I jammed with the drummer once, like maybe five or six, seven. That's the songs. scariest fucking thing I'd ever hear of. Well, I kept thinking like, oh, we're gonna get a practice in because anytime I would go out and we would take somebody on the road, it would be like, oh, you know, we'll we'll set aside a couple One hours time, go to the rehearsal yeah, studio. At least, yeah. And then we had a warm up show in L.A. And I was like, all right, cool. You know, we'll have a warm up show. And then it was like, no, Maddie's gonna, we'll Maddie's, go to gonna play, Maddie's gonna play this show. You're not gonna play the show. And I was like. Okay. All right. And I was like, you know, my friend that used to play drums in the band, Riggs, you know, he was out there. I was like, you know, maybe I'll go jam with him. They're like, no, no, no. You know, he's not the drummer. You don't jam with him. And I was like, all right, well, yes, yeah. I would have right. liked to practice. So, you know, I didn't look look up like a lot of the stuff about where we were going, uh, the show and all that, because I didn't want to be like nervous or whatever. But right. we get there and it's like, you know, how many people are going to be at this thing? Oh, like 5,000 people. I Holy like, fuck. fuck, dude. So we sound check like three songs in the afternoon, and then I'm just like Yo, backstage, like with headphones on, just like jamming, time. jamming the thing. And it's like, hey, can you take a picture? Can you sign this? Can you do that? I was like, I really need to practice. All right, time to play. <laughs> yeah, I was like, wow. so it's like I didn't have a chance to be nervous about it because I was just shit. like constantly like interrupted. It's so so cool. it was like bizarre. so no full like other than those sound checks. Yeah, we like, sound checked like three songs maybe, and that wow. was that was it. Dude. So it was kind of yeah, that sounds like, go, like, like a legit nightmare for pretty me. good. I mean, yeah. there were a couple there were a couple flubs, but you know nothing nothing where we had to stop a song or nothing. Okay. You know, so, so I think good. it I think it that's fine. Came nobody, off pretty. Nobody's gonna remember that. Yeah, yeah, no one. And I mean, the experience was wild. So it's I mean, so fucking cool. So how long was that tour? Two shows. It was two shows. We did that, yeah. and then the next day we went to uh, Bangkok, Thailand, and we played a, a nice. club show, and it was first Madball show ever in Thailand. Oh. And that was fucking awesome. <laughs> so cool. That was so. That was so. That sounds rad. Yeah. So fucking rad. Did you get any good uh, Thai food out there? Like, yeah, like yeah, legitimate? yeah. Oh, we had man. great, great food. Great food. Uh, we met our, our buddy uh, Stephen from Kickback, uh, this band from from Europe. Uh, they were a okay. French hardcore band, and uh, he had moved out there, Wait, so he had Kickback's from Europe. Kickback was from France. Yeah. I I I'll remember any time anywhere in the city when someone's wearing a Kickback shirt, it's like fucking holy grail yeah like, yeah like dean has a kickback shirt so i was like yo caught that kickback shirt you had on 20 fucking years ago dog that shit's sick and he's like yeah i know kickback. so I, I i thought they were just an old rochester band i didn't know no, they, they came they came over and toured one one time up here and we played bug jar with them no i think shit. it was uh, us them and donna war maybe that, that go fucking why dean's got it yeah, yeah that's go why, why dean's got it yeah so yeah that that dude is an absolute maniac so funny story from that that show the rochester show Eric Warner, who you know, he, love uh, Eric Warner. He shout decides, out Eric Warner. He I love decides Eric to yeah. Shout out to Eric. 
he decides to host kickback at his house or whatever. And Rick to life was driving him around, but Rick to life didn't go anywhere near Eric. Cause Eric fucking hated his gut. So he was like out in a van. Eric's like, probably one of the scariest dudes ever. He, def- he definitely has that side of him for yeah, sure. Yeah. So Eric's interviewing. <laughs> Eric's he was interviewing in a music video with a fucking. <laughs> 40. No, it, it was, it was a bottle of Moscato or some shit, but in, but in a 40 bag. And he drank like multiple of them. And then at one point, (laughs) he came back through our neighbor's yard and was like, where's my car? And I was like, holy shit, bro. I thought you left a long time ago. (laughs) Yo, dude, dude, it was, dude, that dude is a fucking handful, but like the best handful. Yes, yes. He was the shit. I I love that dude. He was, he was great, man. Sorry, go ahead. So he, he's interviewing (laughs) Stefan and he's like, you know, so what about this? And Stefan's like, fuck everybody in this. And Eric's just like flustered, like, whoa. Oh, uh, well, what bands do you and he's like, fuck all these bands and blah. It was so fucking funny yeah. seeing Eric flustered like that. Oh man, that's wild. It yeah. was so funny. It was so funny. But anyway, so he, he ended up being over there. So he came to the show. He had a, he had a bar at the time over there. So he like hosted us at his, at his bar for the after party afterwards, you know, first song into the set. Like he's like bashing somebody with the mic stand. It was like, this is amazing. <laughs> And that's so how that, the rest of the show went. <laughs> it was it was wild. It was wild. That's amazing. Yeah. Dude. So that that was cool. And that show that show was a lot of fun. That show was a lot of fun. Just packed, sold out, club thing. That was fucking perfect. Yeah. So that was the uh, that was the uh, suicidal tendencies show in Indonesia, right? That was Madball. Madball. Oh, that was Madball. My bad. Sorry. Yeah. So so <clears throat> like so the 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 the, the Madball like fame thing like how are you still doing that or no i did like one other one other tour with them on guitar we did uh like a little east coast run like the year after that i think where we did like united blood fest and we did a couple other shows around that and then you know i still tech and help them out tour manage you know kind of whenever whenever they need me like stateside because they have like a whole team in europe because they go over to europe like you know seven it's like it's like a whole like fucking like it's like a whole crew Thing of like yeah like you said you have all team and shit like that but you couldn't you couldn't grab a day or two to that was fucking huge. no I, i'm gonna say you, you couldn't grab a day or two to to practice the set before you played the show well everybody lives in different areas so that, yeah, that's yeah, the yeah. thing with them yeah. like every everything is a is a fly-in and it's like you know mm, sometimes they'll mm-hmm. fly in and and you know not yep. have played for you know it's yeah. to the point where they start using terms like fly-in yeah that's a fly-in set yeah I, I guess you're right yeah that, Fre- that makes sense yeah freddie freddie and hoya live in south florida and the, the drummer mike lives in uh north of boston and the guitar player now lives in I thought Jersey. every single one of them lived in New York City. They did at one point. Yeah, at one point. A long time <laughs> fair ago. Enough, fair enough. Fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> That's how I feel like when, when you get to the point where it's like, are you a professional musician? Where it's like, everybody in the band lives in a different place. It's like, practice on your own. Be a professional. Yeah. And then yeah, like, yeah. we're meeting up. We're doing our job and shit like here's that. The, but here's got the set to, list. Know these songs. Know these songs and go. But and with, that, and with go. them, they're busy enough. Like, you know, they're they're in Europe, you know seven eight nine times a year on a busy year they're going over for two weeks they're coming back they're going back three weeks later right so it's like they're they're in a constant state of they're constantly touring but they've also been doing it for being played yeah yeah Yeah. so you know if they if they have like you know more time off than that then they'll be like hey let's get a you know rehearsal and run through the set real quick or whatever but a lot of times they don't need to i mean everybody in that band is is a pro I, You're I, professional enough. You shouldn't need right. to, you know. That's your job. I guess. What I guess what I mean is, is like, yeah. So like, yeah. You guys had the set like locked down, but 
most of the times you're playing a live show, there is like, all right, you play three songs, then you ring out, someone says so-and-so, and then you fucking play the beginning of the next song or whatever. You know, like, there's like a... So there's, do you just click a, in a, a lot? Like, to it, you know what I mean? The set's kind of the set with, with them, and, and he'll kind of jump around a little bit, but it's like you but hear... It's you hear, and you know what you're you doing. da-da-da-da-da. Oh, he's going to go into this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. he's got... There's certain cues... I got you. I got you. Yeah, vocally that you know... Yeah. Or whatever. There's that's professional. Yeah, that's constant. just how that shit rolls, bro. Yeah. And like, I will never understand. I will never know that because I'm not gonna ever be in a fucking huge band. But yeah, like, it, depends, how, it depends on the band. Some bands are like, you know, it. everything is exactly the same every night. Some yeah, bands, yeah. you know, it's a completely different set you every night. It, yeah. Some bands, you know, like Hatebreed, they kind of call it out on the fly. They never have a set list. They, so you know, cool. they it, know. Is, is that their thing? Is they don't ever call it? They have, you know, forty songs that they know and. All right, uh, Jamie's yeah. like the quarterback. This is what we're gonna Didn't do. Didn't Jamie Josh just come up with Josh's pasta? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> yeah, I think what so. the fuck what? is that? He, he, he came out with a. It's, <laughs> from what I saw, it was a package of penne penne pasta. <laughs> it was called Josh's pasta. That's and it came the most with like metal a, thing I've ever yeah, heard. Yeah, I yeah. want to try that. Yeah, yeah I think the dude from Lamb of God has one too that he's doing. I think it's like Randy's rigatoni or something. <laughs> 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 Lemma God's goat cheese. And mm. just, yo, that's sick, dude. I like that. No, Lemma God yeah. prosciutto. Yeah, dude. Or is it I, 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 don't I don't know, know. What, what we did right here. Like, uh, the weight we carries uh, raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a smashed raspberry soaked in Genesee uh, 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 beer. Doesn't there you sound go. bad, actually. Mm. It, it sounds like the, it's a jam. It smells. It sounds like the most delicious one. Yeah, so it's not bad. I think we, I think we should all just start fucking capitalizing. But I'm not as big as, as Josta is. No, we're not, not there yet. yet. Not we're yet. Not there yet. No. Um. But yeah. So earlier you were talking about brick by brick. Mm. And uh, you did you tour with them uh, multiple times? Uh, I went to Europe with them and filled in uh, for a tour. We did like three weeks of. With uh, Slapshot open so up. So cultured. Oh, fuck yeah. Slapshot's awesome. Brendan's very cultured in the realm, <laughs> He is, in the realm, th- 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 That's why I knew this was going to be like, all right, he, he knows what he's talking about. He's got so, uh, he's got history. So Brick by Brick, they're from Albany. They're... Yeah. Uh, Troy Albany. Yeah. Tro- Troy Albany. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I think it was, yeah, uh, Troy Hardcore was like the kind of whole Troy thing. Troy Core, yeah. They, Troy uh, Core, DMS we, Hardcore band, we, right? We, we played them a few times, and uh, it like I don't even know how it happened, man. I think it was more or less Paul... And Dean, knowing those dudes, and we played a lot of shows together, and it became a thing where it's like, yo, like, we might as well tour together, you know? Like, it was, we see each other, I'm like, yo, what's up, bro? And like, I don't even know anyone's name, but I know who the fuck you are. I'm like, what's up? Like, hey, man, how you fucking doing, you know? Like, but those motherfuckers, man, and, and I've, I feel, I, I mean, I didn't tour as much as you did, or I don't, you know, whatever the fuck, but those dudes fucking party. Like they fucking party, and it was like a Sunday at some VFW, and we were playing a fucking benefit show, and it was brick by brick. Uh, or, uh it was, I think it was brick by brick. It wasn't full blown chaos. I mean, it was the two of them headlining. Whatever we played before them, and it was this huge, weird, weird show, really weird show, bro. And it was like, the whole thing was like this VFW thing, but on the opposite side not really connected to the venue, but fully connected to the venue was like this shitty bar. It was like $5 pitchers and like $3 double shots of Jameson. Oh, yeah. Those, those VFW prices. And bro, bro and yo, me and yeah. all those, me, yeah, Paul, you know about Corey, those. Let's go. and all those dudes, I don't know who the fuck drove us home that night. As long as he got there. So I'm not going to say anything because <laughs> I have no idea, 
But dude, those guys were like, it's Sunday. We got to do tomorrow. I was like, I'm not shit. I ain't got nothing going on. I'm not driving. Like, let's go. And I got so fucking drunk. I don't remember even playing the show. I remember at one point, some, some band in the beginning of the show, uh, there was like some like little, little kid that like got underneath the stage or did some weird shit. I think that's happened multiple times at these shows. Uh, and it got really weird, but most of the time I was just walking around drunk, talking to everyone, what's up, dude? Hey, man, like we're best friends. But uh, those dudes got me fucked up. Brick by brick. Brick by brick, part. dudes. They're, yeah. no, they're known to party a little yeah, bit. Yeah, yeah, dude. They, uh, like, they like to drink. Ray and then... Uh, Ray and Mike. Um, yeah, Mike, Mike's the big dude, big bearded dude. Yeah. Guitar player, right? Guitar player. Yeah, I just assume yeah. they all He's the beards. one. Mike's the one that fucking, like... He's just a big, like, jolly dude to be around. And, like... You, you can't say no. If he's like, yo, uh, giant Shadow Jameson, fucking yeah, brother. Yeah, you want to hang out with me? I'm a, I'm, I'm a little fucking shithead kid. Yeah, let's do it, dude. Let's hang out, bro. My, my voice gets all high when I talk to him like that, too. Um, <laughs> no, but dude, like, they were fucking mad fun, man. And I don't know if they'll ever remember me, but uh, I had a great time with them. Sounds you guys, like, you guys sounds like uh, they deserve a Hell Week shout out. They, they, Absolutely. Were, they were mad fun. Shout yeah, out, break, 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 break. Shout out, man. Those guys are fucking awesome. Shout out, break, Still break, are break. awesome. And yeah, like if you follow their Instagram, it's just literally, it's Mike just the entire time smoking cigars and drinking whiskey. And I'm like, bro, you get it, man. He gets it. He gets I can't it. do that. But like, if I could, I'd do what it too. The man can drink Jack Daniels like water. It's like that. Oh. And he never has a that, hangover. He can I'm drink saying. a whole, a whole. Isn't the, the, that the, dude's whole constantly, the guy's like Tony Soprano, but with whiskey <laughs> and cigars. I'm like, yo, what are you doing, bro? It's just another day in paradise. Yep. You know, I'm like, bro, what are you doing? He'll drink a whole bottle, bottle of Jack. Wake up, no hangover. Yeah, man. He's I'm like, like fucking. Man. I'm also weird like that. Like, I I can drink my fucking balls off and just be like, I'm up. We're gonna go. And like, I can be drunk still, but like maybe get a slight hangover. But I'm never like, I'm hung the fuck over. Jack Daniels though, if I smell it, I will puke on oh, yeah. man. Oh, yeah. I don't know yeah. what it is, with Jack Daniels. If I smell it, I'm it's out. the whiskey. It's <sighs> bourbon, technically, whiskey. isn't it? Tully, I can take a. Yeah. I can drink a whole bottle of Tully. I'll be good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing I want to talk about. I swear by this. We could try this on an episode. Actually, the, anyway, well, the, the episode with Hayward. Where yeah, we I just got a text. Me him polish that fucking Jameson oh, bottle live. off. I just got a text from Jamie Valenti. Oh, here we go. He goes, just listen to the nude podcast, LMAO Heart. Because I told him to fuck off, but I love him. Because he said that I was talking oh. shit about him the whole time. Yeah, remember? yeah. Oh, there, the, yeah, yeah. Remember, remember the beef? Yeah, there's some beef. So, so, so no, now it wasn't it's really happening, beef, right? but no. No, no, no. They're <laughs> faux podcast beef. It's funny that this th- there's a continuation to this. Yeah. 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 Right now, that this is happening live. Just listened to it, and I was like, "What are you talking about?" I was like, "Oh yeah, I remember that." All yeah. right. So okay. for anyone who doesn't know, we we shouted out our friend a couple podcasts ago. Because Casey oh, yeah. said he doesn't listen to the we podcast. Were, we were busting oh, his balls. I, oh, that's what it was. I said he didn't listen to the podcast. That's we were busting was. his balls, and then we 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 he, he called us out, and then we we apologized I <laughs> on, on the last podcast. Ah, uh, whatever, man. <laughs> I know I don't apologize for nothing. <laughs> I never saw him. He's baby. all worried. He was like, oh, Casey's going to be pissed because I said, fuck you, Casey. And I was like, no, no, more people should say, fuck you, Casey. Why? <laughs> I'm kidding. What did I do? <laughs> I, I recently just heard that I was an asshole. Who? Recently? Who told you that? Uh, I don't know who it was, but they, they go, I, I said like a joke to Colton or I think Nick. I made a joke and they go, you're a fucking asshole. No, you know who it was? It was uh, that Zach kid. Uh, uh, Redbeard Zach. Yeah, and he was like, he's like, you're an asshole. I was like, I'm not an asshole. He's like, 
no, it's funny. You're an asshole, but it's funny. And I was like, no, I'm not. Like, I'm just joking. <laughs> He's trying to give you this compliment uh, in a way. No, it's like not. A like a backhanded I mean, compliment. Sometimes like, third-party perspective does a lot. I don't know. Yeah, I, I got <laughs> well, hold on third party. party perspective. If he's, like, partying and I'm not, and I'm just like, no, like, oh, you fucking loser, you know, whatever. He's like, you're an asshole. I'm like, no, I'm not. I'm just thinking I'm just being funny. I'm just the guy. I'm just yes, I'm not being funny. And we got different jokes. Yeah, it's all right. Whatever. Different jokes, different spokes. Different <laughs> that jokes, didn't come out, different right? Different strokes. Speaking of blokes. Anyways. In Europe. <laughs> there was another thing I wanted to ask. Uh you were talking earlier about I think you said it before. Mm. Uh you knew someone from the band Tar. Yes, yes. Our our Who is that? Greg uh Greg, our one of our early guitar players in Borrow Time, he also played. He played in that band. Played so who is who is this what band? Is, what is yeah, Tar? What is Tar? Are they, you asking me? Or are you asking him? It's both of you guys. And they were kind of like a metal type sludgy metal yeah. type. If your band name is Tar and you're not sludge, I swear to God. I'm trying to think of the, the <laughs> singer. He was a tattoo artist. I don't think they were. For... They don't sound like a synthwave band. So no. So, no. so when you mentioned it earlier, I I actually said before we were quote unquote on air, I was like, wait. I have to remember to talk about this because this has been a long-standing story for at least seven years of <laughs> tar. Uh, yeah, of, of of a tar show. It was at the uh, Montage Music Hall, and you guys remember Nick Wickham, my good friend. Nope, totally forgot Our about our good Nick. friend Nick Wickham. Don't know Nick. Uh, Doesn't ring a bell. Jeff Mott. Everyone uh, in the band was great. Band. They were they were playing a show at Montage Music Hall. They were opening. And it was like it was it was like a classic old montage show. Like they would have like a quote unquote bigger you know metal band at the end that like everyone wanted to come see, like Cry to the Blind or some bullshit. And they'd have like some little local band open up for them, and it was Guy to Paris open up for them. So I went to Rochester. So Jed Seaver headlined every watched, show. I, I watched Guy to Paris play, <laughs> and then I was sitting like by talking to Nick, and Tar was about to come on, and the lead singer was quite upset that nobody was paying attention to find quite upset i'll tell you right now what happened okay so so i'm literally strap in I, I, i'm talking i'm talking to nick and like the band kind of starts you know how they start like doing like the wham wham and it's like yeah everybody ready for tart and he kept saying you ready for tart and everyone's just kind of like, everyone's kind of just sitting around. No sure. one's like in the front, like root. Everyone's just kind of like still on the in-between vibe. You know what I mean? Yeah. You know, coming back from the bar or whatever. I said, are you ready for tar? And, <laughs> and okay. And, and I'm going to fucking get real on that shit right now. <laughs> All right. So this is what happens is just he, gets, he gets so, he gets so pissed off. He's like, y'all don't, y'all aren't ready for tar. You don't like tar. And grabs his microphone and goes, <laughs> starts and starts hitting. hitting himself in the fucking head. You don't like tar? Gish, 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 gish. And everyone's like, "What the fuck is your problem, Guess man?" Guess we're not ready for tar, dude. And and like, yo, he kept doing it, like smashing his head into the mic with the drums going, dish, dish. and we're like, "All right, like we've our attention's ready to go." But ever since that show ever happened, there's always been a time where me and Nick go, y'all ain't ready for tar. <laughs> wow. So next what time. What a story. Yeah, dude, if you're not ready for tar, don't fucking be there. 
Fair enough. I'm not making fun of your friend's bed. What do you say to I'm that? Just, no, I'm not I don't friend. think he was in at that time. No, I, dude, was... It was just, dude, that dude was, that lead singer was so pissed off. And he, y'all ain't ready for tar? Went to a tar show and something stuck. Okay, I'm done with the jokes. That one needs more work. <laughs> not your bet. Not your best. <laughs> so, so after, so, 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 getting back to your current situation. Okay. So you're tacking with bad. So you're ball. not in tar. Yeah. I'm not. I'm no. not in tar. Yes, He's not in tar. I did. I did not tour with tar. <laughs> but so Bomber, just to put dude. that out, just to put that out there. Bomber. So you're you you get the gig tacking with Madball, and then you eventually get the gig filling in. You didn't join the band, but then you. Um, you, you got involved uh, with sheer terror. Yeah, so we did. We did this Madball tour, uh, with Suicidal, and we we had like it was like ten dates or something like that, and uh, it ended up the tour ended up getting canceled halfway through because uh something in the Suicidal camp happened, and they had to they had to cancel the dates. So we kind of we kind of booked a few like shows on the fly with Madball to get back to Florida, and I had to fly out from that tour because we were playing two shows in Canada with sheer terror. So we played um, with Madball in Jacksonville, and then I flew out. I flew out the next day, and I was on a layover. And my buddy, that was the promoter who I've known, uh, you know, for years uh, from Toronto, Ewan, he uh, he hit me up and he's like, he's like, do you want to play bass for Sheer Terror tonight? And I didn't know if he was busting my balls or like whatever. Tonight, at the time. Like, yeah, the like show. tonight's show. Like I'm flying to the show that we're playing tonight, and he it's like, a flying. He hits me up. I'm on a layover. <laughs> I'm on a layover in philadelphia or dc or somewhere and he hits me up like you want to play bass tonight and i was like yeah like are you kidding me or are you just busted my balls and fuck yeah i didn't hear a response from him before i got on the plane so i'm like listening on the flight you know and you know i know pretty much what songs they're gonna play so I, you know i, I knew like, most, yeah, most, most of the stuff like so i'm just like all right i'm listening to the songs as a bass player in my head going, all right, yeah, you know, all right, I think so I it's can like this. figure this out. Did you have to alter sure. the set because <laughs> you're like, I don't know that one? I learned as many songs as I could. So I I think I, I learned maybe eight songs or something and what, in like a couple, a couple hours. hours. couple hours, yeah. Just, so I, I get, I land, yeah, I could do turn on too. my phone. It's like, yeah, I'm serious. Here's uh, here's dude's number. Call him and work it out. And and I called the, the bass player, Jason. He's like, so you're a guitar player, yeah? And I was like, well, yeah, I am. But the dude hit me up asking about playing bass. So like, I've been listening to the songs as a bass player. So I'd rather play the bass because yeah, I can, I can yeah. learn the songs faster. And he's like, he's like, all right, well, here's the situation. Our, our guitar player Johnny, it was it was his first show, and he got he got stopped at the border. They didn't let him in. So he ended up classic. The bass player ended up he <laughs> he brought the guitar with him just in case. He's like, well. I know the songs on guitar. He's like, I've never played guitar live, but I'll play guitar. You play bass or whatever. So here's the set. Get to the club. Start learning the songs. We'll see you right. in a couple hours. When Man, we it get seems in. to be your mo now. Fuck you. Yeah. Dude, you are like. So this was before. This was before that. Before, oh, okay. You're a whizzler. You like the overtime the quarterback chrono chronology. So yeah. So th this was you Matt know Barkley get there in. and it was like fuck. All right, here we go. Boom, boom, boom. Learn the stuff. You know. They were super happy, you know. The show went off without a hitch. It was, you know, we so you made, do we well made it under happen. Pressure, we made it happen, yeah. And uh, you know, the next day, Johnny had taken a bus all the way back to New York. He decides I'm gonna fucking test my luck at the border again. Takes another bus up to uh, Niagara Falls, gets across the border. So he ends up playing that all night. Right. 
So I'm like, damn, dude, like if you get rejected two times in a row, like you could be like, next time you get arrested, like yeah, don't yeah, fucking come through. Sure, but yeah. Somehow he got into the country and all and all was good. So oh, good. he played the show that night and, and Paul was like, hey, you know, I really appreciate you really, you really helped us out. Like anytime I need, you know, someone to fill in, you're my guy. So I, I was, was like, gonna cool. Say, I was going to say, does anybody, because I mean, like, it sounds like you literally like without kind of question, you're just like. Hey, is this real? Oh, I'm just gonna jump on the plane in case it is real. And then you get there. Hey, yeah, it is real. Uh, and then you jump in and fucking play like. Played in Israel. Do, 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 do they like never? Do, do they? Oh yeah, because it said it is real. Okay, Jesus. Right, anyways, do, do, like, do, do they like be like, all right, yo, like respect. Thank you so much for fucking really trying to be there for us. Or is it kind of just like business as usual? Like, hey, dude, thanks. We don't need you. No, he was like soup like on stage that night. He was like, "Thank you so much. Yeah. You really fucking saved our ass." Like, up? Yeah. thank you, thank you, thank you. Always like, super. Backup, yeah. yeah, I knew Paul. I knew Paul a little bit uh, at the time, but not not that well. And I didn't really know any of the other guys in the band. But you know, it went off. It went off good. We stayed. We stayed in touch. Obviously, there was an incident like the next year where the the bass player had some sort of medical situation, and he's like, "Hey, you want to come out and do do this weekend?" Um, so did like some shows with them and then you know that led to like hey we're doing this we're doing this european tour um the bass player can't do it you want to do that i'm like yeah and uh you know came back from that tour and he was like you know this guy quit do you want to come in and be second guitar and i was like sure and then uh you know the bass player ended up having some other stuff going on so i kind of switched back to bass and then that's kind of how it's been but now you're full time right yeah yeah so I filled in, you know, three different three different times, and then so, and then joined, and, and that's how it came full time for sheer terror. Right, right, right. There it is. Because uh, they wanted uh, to tour you... more. They wanted to tour more, and the 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 guy that they had, you know, has like a, a serious job, so he he couldn't give it up. To you know, are you are you are you like uh, very excited to have that? And then also, are you like, do you think that that could open more doors for you? Kind of. Another reason I ask that is because so far you've said yes to so many things that have kind of opened another door for you. Sure. You sure. know what I mean? Everything opens a new door for you. Would you see this as possibly opening, you know, another door for you or are you, are you just comfortable kind of where you are or just kind of call it as it goes? Call it as it goes. You, never, it as it you goes. never know. You yeah. never know what'll happen, you know? For sure. Yeah. Okay. I mean, you got to kind of take every situation that comes kind of as sure. it is, but you know, it's cool playing in a band like sheer terror was a band that I listened to since I was a kid. So, I mean, that was, you know, yeah, that was something I was going to ask too. Is like, how is it? How how is it? Does it the fact that it is a band that you grew up listening to change your like in the moment kind of perspective? Like, do you still wake up and like when you play those shows, you're like, "Fuck, man, I'm playing sheer terror. Like, this is awesome." Or is it just like you're more acclimated now? You're kind of going with like I'm a little bit of both. I'm acclimated, but the the special the special moment was playing Rochester for the first time because. Mm. I, the last time they had played Rochester, I was a 17 year old kid. Wow. Mm-hmm. It was Were you ni- at that 1993 show? Mm-hmm. at wow. Club, Club X or whatever it was called uh, on, on uh, Liberty Pole Way, okay. whatever it was and, called and, at and the time. And you were at that show? I was at the show. It was, it was Sick of It All and Sheer Terror and, and uh, some, uh, some others were on the show. And so I was at that show, but they never. That's really fucking cool. Dude. They never That's played really up cool. here since then. They they might have played Buffalo maybe once yeah, or twice they're kind of, since they're, then. They're based out of New York. Yeah, right? but they didn't really they didn't really tour they that tour much. Like that. They toured. That was like a big tour for them. And then you know they toured like a couple of years later with Napalm Death, but that didn't really come around here. And then they kind of broke up for a number of years. And 
so they never played here. So we we got to do a tour with uh with I Hate God and and Negative Approach and and Sheer Terror, and we got to play Big. here, and that was uh, what two thousand eighteen. And that so bug jar? that was a yeah. bug jar. Yeah. So that was the first time. Oh, bro, that show sold out mad fucking quick too, and it pissed me off because the flyer was so disgustingly sick. That was the one with like the the spine being open, right? I I can't remember. Ugh. I can't remember. It, it was that show. But that was that was Casey a, certain. It was that was, it a, was, cool, so that was a cool moment, you know, twenty twenty six years later or whatever yeah. it was, twenty five years later. Going, I'd love you know, to be in a band like to this. Be a, to be a seventeen year old kid. That's so cool. You know, yeah, that was yeah. that was a cool moment. It's, it's but, big full circle. Yeah. So now on top of Sheer Terror, you're still working with Suicidal too, doing stuff? So yeah. So we did another tour with 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 Suicidal and Madball after that. And you know, I would just kind of help help out the the dudes that were, you know, on the on the team, you know, like as needed or whatever. If I saw him need, you know, help, I'd help out. And, and Mike pulled me aside in the, in the middle of the tour. And he's like, he's like, Brendan, I just Mike want to, Mike Mayer. Yeah. Got a name, got a name drop. So he pulls me aside. He's like, he's like, Brendan, I see you like helping out everybody every night. Like you don't even work for us. Like just know that, you know, I appreciate that. And it doesn't go unnoticed. I'm like, Hey man, you know, I'm just here to, you know, help do whatever, anybody needs or whatever you know just I, I enjoy being here and you know i'm just a, a cool, plebe cool at, tour. At, at your leisure you know have at me and so i was like i was like that that's cool and, and let me let me say this the first the first tour we did with them you know all respect to those guys every member of that band every night was at the at the merch table signing autographs and there was a there was a moment where it was like you know cold ass rainy night and you know Mike's outside in his fucking wet stage clothes just signing autographs for an hour for every kid that wanted one like they were super fucking That's so awesome. super That's fucking cool for a band that could be just jaded dicks like yeah for I sure, left yeah. I left that first I mean, tour they're with, not a small band by any means. no no and I left that tour like with more respect for them than I went into it because I just saw how cool like they were and like from from top to bottom like that's the organization awesome. is, is first class people like everybody yeah. involved that's, awesome. that's humbling to are hear. fucking cool yeah i think you told i think you once told me that through your travels you met lars Fredrickson. yeah, yeah. That, and, and you said kind of the same thing that he's like a really cool dude and like kind of the, like same kind of like just very humble like down to earth guy. yeah lars is lars is super down to earth he's in you know 800 different bands yeah he's got I'm a yeah. huge like rancid yeah he's band, got rancid you know? but he's I got you know he's lars got Fredrickson and the bastards obviously yeah up, so when I, when I hear stuff about like bands that are like that, that, yeah. that humbles me a little bit. Too, when I was, know? when I was Makes fucking little... 15 years old, I went to work tour, got a fucking face, ba- I got a fake back. Well, it wasn't a fake backstage patch. I found one on the ground. My brother, a real it. one that you stole. Well, yeah, well, I didn't steal my Corey, Corey put it Corey on. Corey stole it. Corey, uh, Corey, we know, uh, listen, I, I, Cor- we know listen, we have evidence of Corey your, your fucking theft history me. Corey helped podcast. me. Listen, fuck you. Corey <laughs> helped me and was like, yo, my little brother has a pass, wants to go see NGWK. And they're like, yeah, go for it. I put, put the pass on me. I was a little kid. I was like 13. I wanted to see a WK. I met him. He was fucking amazing. And I got, a, I got a signature and shit like that. And I was like, yo, this dude's like the coolest shit ever. Guy's mad fucking cool. I watched half his set. And I was like, yo, like, all right, I have to go see the casualties now. So Corey takes me to go see the casualties. And then, of course, uh, fucking casualties last song, Andrew WK comes on and sings Punks Unite. And I was like, this is music, man. <laughs> this is the coolest fucking shit I've ever seen. Two fucking worlds colliding of like really cool people. And like, I was like, yo, like, dude, fucking music is the best thing ever. Uh, I didn't like the catch as much after that or in DK, but you know, it was no, awesome. Not the time. 
Well, it's I, good though I, when you hear that. Great, but yeah. I mean, at the time it was like, yeah, you, you meet people you think are bigger than life, and they're just really cool people, man. What a concept, right? That's yeah. encouraging when you actually meet people that you yeah, kind of are fans yeah, of yeah. or you look you up always, to, and they're like, wow, they're they're cool. Like, yeah, they're, they're, they're not assholes. You don't want to be yeah. like, wow, that dude's a fucking dick. Right? Yeah, yeah. fuck that dude. <laughs> that <laughs> goes into the whole like, uh, don't ever meet your heroes kind of yeah. thing, right? Sometimes you meet people and they're fucking dicks. Sometimes I met Daryl Palumbo, Glassjaw, and he fucking. Didn't give a shit who I was. I was just some little kid. I came up to him and was like, hey, man, can I get autograph? He just goes, autograph. He goes, just like scribbles and just like, <laughs> and literally just like shooed me away. And I was like, I walked away to looking at Corey and I was like, I don't like him. And he's like, it's like he's like, you I was like 13 years old and Corey's like 16. He's like, it's okay, bro. Like, it's okay, dude. Like, it's, it's, it's not his fucking fault. He's busy, whatever. And I'm like, don't stick up for me, asshole. Come on, let me have my thing. But yeah, like after that, I was like, Daryl Palumbo, you're a bitch. <laughs> but uh, I, I am a huge fan of Daryl Palumbo, man. He's got Crohn's. <laughs> okay. So it's okay. He can do whatever he wants. Okay. So that's why. Also, he made All it right. with Dust Mail, which is like the best song ever. So, so what's your plan now? So back to this, so yeah, back to this tour say, anyway. So, so, so we do this tour. Sorry, yeah, sorry. Yeah. We, see, we keep going off. Dude, we do, I'm sorry. We do, it's we like do this tour. And, and at the end of the tour, uh, you know, Mike, uh, Mike talks to Freddie like, hey, you mind if we bring your guy? We want to bring him to Europe on tour or whatever. And so you are now the guy. Sounds he, like he, it. Well, he goes, we'll bring your guy. Yeah, yeah, so that's, that's he, a nice, that's a nice thing to be. So here. Freddie's like, Freddie's like, yeah, absolutely. So he asked me, hey, do you want to, you want to go to Europe with them? I'm like, fuck yeah. So, you know, go there and that was, you know, a definite level up in, in teching or whatever. It was, uh, you know, I learned more in three shows teching for them than I did in three years with Madball. Cause it's True. just next level. And then you've got, you've got Ben, well, Ben yeah, Wyman in the band who every night is breaking stuff and you got to figure out, be on it like you got to yeah. figure out how to fix it. You know what I mean? Well, so yeah, that, that, that's like another thing, right? So like, I mean, obviously Madball has played big festivals and stuff like that, but like, maybe it's just me. I wouldn't like necessarily consider them like, like a big, like arena stat stadium kind of style band. Right. Like, is that fair to say? But suicidal is for, like, for they, me, I feel it, like Madball has gotten to, to that point they've now. gotten to they've gotten to do that stuff i mean but they like, play they play large like, festivals in europe like, like yeah the big you know like the underground band where it's like 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 suicidal is like huge so like i i can see what you mean like going yeah, from well, like suicidal's that, fucking that well the just like the level like the difference in the level of production i would say like, it's the, it's a different it's a different level of you know gear and it's also covering one more instrument because yeah. i'm i'm instead sure. of teching for a guitar and a bass player i'm now teching for Two guitar players and a bass player. Wow! Right. So you were know, they, um, was suicidal running like a lot of like like uh, modern setup like Keppers or like uh, amp modeling or were no they no old school? everywhere's rented gear. So ah, you know yeah, I guess the, the, the tours I've done they haven't done like a tour where I'm playing. You know, it's not the same gear always every night. You know, the first the first tour was kind of, but it was like you know the the first tour I do with them. So we go. I go to fly out. I'm supposed to get in like the day, the day, the morning of the show, go to sound check, get accustomed to all the gear. Well, my flight turns out, you know, something got screwed up with the flight. They had to book me a new flight on the fly and I don't get there till after sound check. So I don't know any of the gear. I don't oh, really good. know. I don't really know. Uh, the one, the one dude that they have, uh, playing, guitar i don't know i don't know ben really i never really met him before mm -hmm. and you know it was just kind of like 
the other guitar player's guitar got lost at the at the airport and they're shipping it in he should have it by stage time or whatever so i've never touched the guitar that he's got so it's like kind of like all right and you know kind of the show happened and it kind of was like you know I get there and it's like, yeah, Ben's like, this is broken and I got to try and fix this. And I'm like, all right, you know, I'm just trying to figure it out. And, you know, a lot of stuff was stuff I knew how to do, but it was just stuff I hadn't done, yeah, so done before. Fly. Also on the fly. On the fly. So, yeah. Fly you know, in. so you get it done and, you know, it's like those guys are super cool. Like if it's like, if it's like, hey, you know, you need some help, like those dudes will jump on stage and, you know, they're not, they're not too big for their britches to like oh you know let me help set up my own guitar stuff will that help you out so you can work on this like it's a it's a total team like family atmosphere with those guys so it's like you know everything can go wrong at a show and i'm running around like crazy and you know i'm like fuck and they're like hey great show awesome cool (laughs) <laughs> all right Fucking shit. Hey, yeah, hey, lost, hey, hey hey thanks a lot you, yeah. you need to go too I, uh, yeah i lost like seven years of my life like fucking stressed out with the, trying the, to figure out which, yeah. which cable in the patch yeah. Yeah. In one tour. Like, uh, the, the second show we did was this festival we were like the the headline act in front of you know thousands of people and and you know three amps go down during the course of the set and then the you know ben's like flinging around his guitar and it like flies off into the back of the stage and i'm trying to like <laughs> get that on right the there. input jack's broken and i put another guitar <laughs> on the input jack breaks and it's like fuck like all this happens within like you know a few seconds i'm just like oh my god and they're like hey great show awesome yo have you ever um and I, I i'm gonna guarantee that we've all been here but it just makes me feel comfortable if someone did it to a, a bigger uh scenario where you're either going off stage or coming on stage and you go hey man great show even though you didn't know if they played or not, but you just say it just because, like, that's kind of what you say. Sure. And then, because, like, it's happened to me where, like, I'm, I haven't played yet, and they're like, hey, dude, good show, and I'm like, fuck <laughs> you. Yep. <laughs> so have you, have you ever done that where you noticed that the other person was like, I'm not playing, or vice versa? Pro- probably, yeah. Yeah, no, probably. that's my favorite thing. If you guys, I'm sure you guys have oh, I've done that all the time. Both yeah, happened. You just go along with it because yeah. you know you've done it so many times. Oh, everyone's going back and forth. when someone does it forth. to you, you're like, Yo, yeah, good show. Yeah, the, all right, cool, the, thanks. The, there was one specific time where like, it, like, it was a huge, it was the Bane backtrack fucking show at Harmony House and like all these bands, cool bands are playing after us. And I'm like, Yo, good show, man. And I'm pretty sure they're like loading in. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> my bad dude I've had one too many beers at the bar next door but uh, and they're not gonna fucking remember who gives right, a shit yeah. you know who gives a fuck whatever I'm just some idiot that was at a show anyways that, that's fucking tight though well whatever uh, I think we're coming towards the end here I okay. just uh, right. sorry to cut you off Case no no, it, no my, my story wasn't going anywhere it was more or less that I'm a fucking loser at shows that don't know no, who I'm playing with I mean I feel like you know there's there's more that we can cover, but we can save it for another time. You know, yeah, we, for we sure, got a man. lot of good juice out. I mean, yeah. I guess before we leave, is there anything you want to plug, Brennan? I mean, I know, <clears throat> I, I I guess the, the, before we do go, I I did want to ask like with uh, COVID and everything, like hmm. what's what's your plan right now? Do you have a plan? Is there any kind of hope that you're, you know, there's two shows that we just booked with Sheer Terror in in May, so that's like looks like things are starting to. Okay, where happened? We're playing in Brooklyn, I think, on May first. That is just like came together in the last couple of days, and then uh, I think the next weekend we're playing a show in Atlanta. Oh and, wow! Uh, so we'll see what happens. You it's going to be Atlanta a lot. Uh-huh. I feel like that's like a couple times. I've, played, I've been there a few few times. <laughs> My brother's moving there, so oh I'm cool. Like, if I if I can go to Atlanta shows, I'm going to be able to. Yeah, so. come down and come down in May if you can. I, I, yeah, I think he's stay gonna, in touch, and we'll. He'll be around. Hell yeah. Around that. That'd be fucking sick. Yeah. So slowly but surely, things kind of 
piecing back together. We'll see. I'm not getting my hopes up until I see like stuff. <laughs> Do you, you see? You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. There's so many like stop starts with this, and I think this shit will drag out forever. You know, yeah, there's yeah. gonna be fuck it, and you're gonna have people bitching no matter when. It could be two years. For, it's too soon. It's too fuck off. Dark you don't want to go. Dick. Don't go. You don't want to. You don't want to work. Don't work. You know, but just let people make their own decisions. That's the. Yeah. That's I'm the main thing. Let let people boat. decide for themselves what they want to do. That's you want to work. You want to do your job. Do your job. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't want to go out. You don't want to eat out at they a restaurant. Don't. You don't feel comfortable. Don't do it. They don't do it. Don't do it. Grubhub's a wonderful thing. I've been yeah. taking advantage. Of. I haven't even been going to the. Grocery you don't want to be a store. loser sitting in your house doing nothing. Don't do it. I don't even go to Wegmans Get out there and anymore. Be somebody. Wegmans comes to me now. That's how I live. Look at you, That's How man. I live now. Aren't you well, fancy? Yeah. Well, if, if, if you're nervous, the person bringing you that Wegmans was that Wegmans. So then you touched it too. So everyone's, yeah, well, everyone's real smart. Oh, let's get thinking outside the bun. All right, let's well, go to, we're going to we're going to Vegas again. There it is. So well, yeah, things starting to open up with that, and we're you know writing with with Sheer Terror slowly, and writing with uh, Borrow Time, kind of working on that slowly, and uh, you know we'll see. Not the most inspiring times. Like you have a lot of time sitting around, but it's not yeah. like not inspiring. Yeah. Not the most inspiring times. No, I yeah. At first, it was pretty inspiring. Like wow, I got all this time to do this, and I'm fucking writing like crazy and doing all this stuff. And then you hit a lull where you're like, man, there's no fucking light at the end of this tunnel. It's yeah. gonna be fucking locked down forever, and yeah, this bullshit's gonna like keep going and turn into something else that's gonna be the next crisis. And it's like, wow. I'm taking that. Yep. And here we go. There it is. So yeah, that that gets a little bit weird, but yeah, it's weird not having Rainy. been on a stage in you know over a year at this point. It's fucking bizarre. The next time I'll be on a stage, it'll be the worst fucking thing you've ever seen. <laughs> I can't wait. I well, can. I can too. Tar featuring Casey Diaz. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't ever heard of Tar. <clears throat> you ready for Casey? <clears throat> you ain't ready, you ain't for, ready Casey? for Casey. You ain't ready for Casey. That's it, dude. That'll probably be me. Yeah, for sure, definitely. <laughs> Well, Brennan, we appreciate you coming on, man. Yo, thank Brennan, you for being part of the fucking. Thank you guys fucking, for having me for big. Thank you so the much. Big 5-0. Yeah. Big 5-0, man. Thank you. thank you to Brennan. Thank you to me. Thank you to Twisted T. Thank you to Hell Week. You got to give us a good solid Hell Week before you go out, man. I, I don't know if I can top Just that. Just do something uh-huh. cool, man. Let's like harmonize it or something. All right. Un, do, tre. Hell Week. I'm going to kill myself. That was amazing. <laughs> Gotta kill myself. You, you tricked me there. You went low, so I was uh, like, I I was like it was it was like SpongeBob shit. That was awesome. Huh. Let's go. Uh.